Everybody, welcome to D Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it, podcast. This month, your D commentators are me, Luke, and me, Emma, and just us. Uh, we didn't have a just. we didn't have a guest this month because I was moving back to California. I had a lot on my mind. I didn't really have time to ask anyone to come on, but you know what? I just didn't want to let anyone into my home this weekend. That's I'm fair. having some special me time. I'm wearing a robe. <laughs> oh, that's you nice. Know, drinking a green tea. Didn't want to have to get done up for anyone, you know what I mean? Sure, I, did, just, like, I also just stay didn't. Stay in my pajamas all day. I also didn't know you drank tea. That's interesting. I do drink tea. Wow. I love a green tea. <laughs> Learn something new every day. So, uh, normally, this is where we launch us some decom news, but I hate to say it, I've got like nothing. There's not any real decom news going on since we last recorded. The only thing is they released like. A small, very small trailer for the Zombies movie that we talked about before that's coming out in, like, next year. And it looks terrible. I don't even want to waste my breath talking Neither about Neither do this. I. We're just eating air right now. Pretty, just, let's keep going. The only thing I will say is that the zombie makeup is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. They don't look like zombies. They look like a budget Halloween Joker costume because their faces are just white and they have, like, green hair. It's very bad. Good to see we're still cutting corners when it comes yeah. to oh, no. hair and makeup department. <laughs> unless it's The only Disney Channel things I've looked at, yeah, unless it's Descendants, or there's some bad wigs in Descendants, well, but uh, the only thing I've seen is I read a really in-depth article from a trash gossip website analyzing what kind of plastic surgery the Dove Camerons had done, and I do think she's had some work, folks. I've definitely a nose job. It may be a chin implant. Uh, who's to say? But that's all I've been looking at. <laughs> I was, I was about to say, I literally, like, I'm sitting back in my chair now, because I'm like, I'm just going to talk about Dove Cameron for a bit now, and I'm just going to yeah, sit here. Um, yeah, just, like, literally pictures of her over the years analyzing possible work, and that's how I spent, like, a good 30 minutes yesterday, so. Oh, sounds very on brand I've got you. a real bustling social life, mm-hmm. but let's jump into this. Yeah, let's, okay, so we don't really have any news this month, so we just get the opportunity to jump right in. So this month, we are talking about the poof point. Which this movie fucking sucks. It's bad. I'm sorry I did this to us. Like, okay, it's really bad. Okay, Luke. Let, let me bring this up. So I, we haven't. There are some Disney Channel original movies that I blatantly have not watched because they looked so bad when they were coming out. This is not one of them. I watched this movie. I watched this. I watched. We watched this together. Did we? I, I, I just remember seeing. I it. remember vividly us watching this in that condo in Florida that Lindsay used to rent, where there was like two twin beds and like a TV in the corner, and we watched this together. And even then, I was going in and out, like I was walking in and out of the room because it could not hold my attention. I, I, yeah, but that I remember well. watching this in the early aughts, and it was bad then. And guess what, folks? It's bad. Well, I, I remember kind. Of, I remembered kind of liking it. Like I was kind of like, oh, whatever, it's fine. Um, so I was trying to pick a movie for this month that was like, oh, I only kind of remembered. Maybe I'd get a surprise. Turns out that surprise is the bad movie. This is the surprise is you played your, yourself. I, I played myself. I will say also, like I remembered this movie again. Totally incorrect. <laughs> oh, so did I. Let me, yeah. I didn't recast it in my mind with different people, but the plot, I remembered completely wrong. I remembered a Just few things. Just to say at the jump, I thought that 
the kid was an inventor and he did this to the parents. I thought, I know, I remember the parents being geniuses. I thought Taj Maori was like super smart in the movie. Yeah. And he kind of Didn't is. Did you think? And because they kind of set him up because like she's, the sister says at one point, oh, you skipped a grade. Like what? And I was like, oh, so he's but clearly he smart. he isn't. No. He's not. He, he never uses that. Yeah. He never later, he skipped later, a grade. Later in the movie when they have to do a bunch of math, she does it. The sister does and it. And I was he like, doesn't do I was it. like, why don't I have Taj Maori? I also do remember like this being the kid's fault, but it's not. It's the parents' fault. The kids have nothing to do with it and just have to clean up this mess. Uh, exa- exactly. And it's Which is not how I remembered it at no, all. No, I remember the parents being the impetus of the thing, but it's it's okay, a very well, let's, Maybe you're I'm the only one I didn't remember this. No, well the thing I misremembered is I thought that they were trying to build an anti-aging machine, and I even said that yes, last... Yeah, same. I didn't remember it. Yeah. I thought yeah. that exact same thing. It's actually a time machine for our listeners at home. Um, no, no, no. No, everyone. They do not ever utter the words time machine in this movie. They use the term time travel machine, which sounds so awkward coming out of their mouth. That's true. Like, why I, I, would I, they not say time machine? Yeah, I don't think they ever do say time. You're right. They say no, time no, travel they, machine. They, they like, say, I get it. They say time travel machine, or they say time's arrow machine, which is some, yes, like, yes. physical physics principle they made totally made up for this film like why they would not just say time machine which is a general thing that everybody knows what that means i but no i totally remembered it's an anti-aging machine even wikipedia on the wiki wikipedia page of this movie says it's an anti-aging machine and it's a blatant lie what the fuck it's not an aging machine do you really think that uh someone at wikipedia is going to take their time to accurately report on what the poof they should I no, that's our job. That would require them having to watch the poop yeah. point, and I don't wish that upon literally. Yeah, anything. that's our. But anyway, so let's let's hop into this. So my first note is just first of all, it opens on his face, the sun. It, it on Taj in this weird Real Housewives like testimonial tight on his <laughs> face in front of a chalkboard. It is a Wayne's World style extreme close up. Extreme close up. It does look like Wayne's World. I also, my first note, Luke, is, is this Taj Mahari? I, it's Taj he's in the He's a really weird age here where he's like, it's not like smart guy age Taj Mahari. I guess he's supposed to be like 15-ish. And he like looks, a, I like, he didn't look like Taj Mahari to me. I literally had to Google it. Even though they were filmed, he was filmed so tightly on his face, I could not figure out that it was him until yeah, it's, like a few it, It's Taj Mahari, who I think he's a fine actor, but I feel like Disney was like, well, we're getting a lot out of these older Tia and Tamara Maoris. Let's, let's see what we can squeeze out of this Taj kid. And Don't fucking say that. Taj Maori is smart guy. And he's Wade from Kim Possible. They, they don't need to squeeze anything out of him. He was already doing fine before they saddled him with this terrible project. I'm, yeah, no, I'm just saying that Taj Maori's stuff is kind of hit or miss, whereas Tia and Tamara have a much more... Uh, a, a, Never gone wrong. a better track record in terms of Disney projects, uh, but no, I like Taj Mahal fine. I have nothing against Taj Mahal. He seems and he's he's fine in this movie. He's serviceable. What's he been doing recently? Do we know? I Is think he alive? he's alive. I've, I checked him out on Twitter. I think he does like music now or something. So good for him. Of course he does. He's probably a DJ. Uh, I don't know. I, was, I don't know. I couldn't report on that. But yeah, so Taj Mahal narrates this movie pretty much, and a lot of times you'll cut to him. And my first note was, I'm betting right now they never explain why he's in front of a chalkboard they never do never, it's never why good. is he in a classroom 
So he's like, he gives this whole like opening spiel for the trailer where it's like, hey, you know, did you ever think that like parents weren't always like this? Well, me and my sister had to find out what they were like when they were our age. It is so weird and so pandering and like it's... It's not a way that any human would no. talk. He's like, you ever think the parents don't know what it's like to be a kid? Well, that's what I thought. And he introduces them as, like, about to poof two-year-olds. Yeah, he gives us, like, a primer of what's going on. And then he's like, let's wind that clock back and give you the whole story. And, like, and okay, so... Like we said, Taj Mahari's fine, but in these scenes, he is super, like, overacting. It, it read, It's so can. It, read, it, reads, it reads really can. It read to me like something you give a kid to audition for a part, and then they just put it in the movie. Not anyway. even a part. Like, Fori Welch's grape juice commercial. <laughs> That's how cheesy it is. Like, I, it literally looks like like I, it's, uh, someone, a director was, like, looking through kids, and then this was them just reading it into the camera, and then they were like, no, just put it in the movie. It was good. It was Yeah, like, like a video audition. Yes. And then also, like, all of the, the metaphors stuff for like parents not understanding their kids is like so heavy-handed like there's not even an ounce of subtlety in it he's like ever wonder what your parents like you think they were just born parents well that's not true because parents were kids too i'm like it's, no fucking shit thanks. It, it doesn't work so we cut inside we cut to the ballard house and at first taj Maher is like look at this normal suburb normal house but not a normal family haha <laughs> and like so he Taj Mahari plays Eddie Ballard and he has a sister Marie Ballard Edison 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 the joke is Marie Curie it's Marie Curie Ballard and Edison Edison Newton Ballard because science Um, science so their parents are scientists and their lab is in their house their dad is also Mr. Cooper from hanging with Mr. Cooper I don't know what that is that's a before your time it's before both of our time but it was a very popular sitcom um, where he was like a retired uh, basketball player turned teacher. So, like, this guy is, like, actually pretty legit. I knew I recognized him. And then really? Because he's kind of the worst actor in this whole film. Oh, no. That, I would say that the parents are terrible actors, which is horrible because this entire movie is basically one acting exercise oh, yeah. for them. It's like a improv Second City, like, pretend you're rapidly aging through the life cycle of two people, and, like, that's what they're doing the entire time. Right, well, that's why I and thought... it's really irritating. That's why I thought these people weren't veteran actors, because you couldn't get, like, SAG actors to do oh, some no, of the Oh, no, they crap. are. That's amazing. He was, he's incredibly successful. She was on A Different World, which is another sitcom. Wow. I think she was also on Hanging with Mr. Cooper. They are very successful actors. I, and do... I find that hard, because some of the stuff they asked them to do, I was just like, if I was an actor, I'd be like, hard pass on this one. Oh, I would have packed my bags the first day. Yeah. I was like, I don't need my SAG card this badly, motherfuckers. Exactly. I'm not no, That's, what, that's what I'm saying. I figured if you had acting under your belt, you would be like, I'm not doing this. Get some nobody who needs to get into the acting I role. mean, not to spoil anything, but the PP scene, I would have said, you know what? It's going to be a no for Yeah, me. yeah, I'm that out. too. Um, I'm going to go back to waiting tables at the Grove. But um, before we jump into that, when you the part you were saying where they're like, Oh, like an average suburb, but like not a normal family. One of my favorite things they did was instead of like using the money to create an explosion, because like oh the yeah, I forgot about in the that. Lab, they just shake the camera. Yeah, no, they like, no, they shake the cam. They do shaky cam, but also they use they the just most like car- move the camera up and down. They really use the fast. most cartoon sound effects of like sound effects, Lucas. In this movie, I have notes about them constantly. They are so ridiculous. It's it's absolutely insane. But it is almost like we are watching a Tom and Jerry cartoon. Exactly, it's it's cartoon sound effects in like a realistic human movie. 
Uh, Eddie is just there playing his guitar. Guess what? That's pretty much his only character trait is that he plays. Didn't like, remember this either. He's like a, wants to be a musician. Yeah. Again, I, I remembered him as a scientist. And he's like, so like he plays the guitar, but he also wants to be like a bass guitarist. It's kind of confusing. I he also wants to play the bass in that band, but he plays the guitar for the majority of the movie. He's not playing the bass. Well, I mean. Until the very end. It's pretty. They're similar. So it's not like too weird, but you're right. It would make more sense just to have him play, like, play a bass yep, all the way yep, through. Yeah. But it like it, it, it's not out of the question that he play be playing guitar and then go playing a bass because i'm not i'm pretty sure you can kind of do both like well enough but i'm not saying it's not possible luke i'm saying it was a weird choice yes it is a, and, I, and i agree with you um but so uh, speaking of weird let's talk about inside the ballad house because i don't know what set designer on this film decided somebody was on bathroom <laughs> when they designed it <laughs> it's literally like okay how do we convey that these people are scientists? Well, they have a lab in their house. Isn't that sciencey enough? No, Jim. Shut your no. shut your goddamn mouth. They're gonna have like those little spark balls all over the house. Random circuitry. Those are microwaves. Those spark balls are like the front of microwave doors. There's like seventeen no, microwaves. No, they're not microwaves. They're like food rehydrators. Because they. If, yes, I wrote that. Down. It's the Back <laughs> to the Future gag. Oh. It's like they put like tiny flat things into those things, close the door, and then full food pops. I think out. this is like our third. Disney Channel Rogers movie that steals elements from Back to the Future because yes, there's a cu- there's a couple in this one, um, but yeah, and like that's the thing is you'd think oh man why do these these advances are so amazing like why aren't these in every kitchen in America because like they've solved. Uh, the hunger crisis, pretty much, because you can c- take a disc of food, yeah. put it in a thing, and then create like four hamburgers. It's incredible. But nope, it's only in this one house. Only in their house. It's also, it, it feels, it really gave me Xenon y vibes, but like that made sense in Xenon because it was supposed to be 2049. 2047 or whatever it was. This was supposed to be present day. Yes. But they just had insane technology that existed and nowhere also, else. I want to point out that in some cases, the technology is actually more difficult than the than the alternative. Because like she gets like a, pl- a, a puck and puts it in the machine and then she takes it out and puts it in another machine and then opens the machine and it's just a bowl of cereal and i was like it's easier to pour it's easier to pour cereal into a bowl than go through those steps you've now had to put two you've now to wait for two machines to do something and then literally have had that and then eddie goes to get milk and he has to pull this like huge metal thing out of a out of like a liquid nitrogen cooler and like pump it and then it's milk and i was like every time they put their hands into that fridge they have to put gloves on the friend does they have to put a glove on yeah because it's another I'm sure it's like the process of getting milk. I'm sure it's like super cool or whatever. But so yeah, their their house is absolutely insane. Oh, it's, wait, one more thing. The only the only other thing I had about the house, which I think I actually mentioned later when Colin when the party shows up, but it's relevant now too. Another amazing cartoonish sound effect they did here is like. All of the doors in their house are basically completely normal 2001 doors, like wood. Like, they look like normal set doors. Yes. But it's to make it sound scientific and futury and labby, they do, like, xenon, like... They, yeah, they do... Like, they sound have... effects. Every time someone opens and shuts a door, like, even when Colin's opening their fridge, it's like... No, I, like, I noticed that. these crazy noises. I noticed that when the sister gets something out of the cabinet, it makes, like, a hydraulic press sound. Yeah, I was and like, it's what? a normal cabinet. It's like a wooden cabinet they painted yellow, and then they shot it, and it's like... Like, makes it... Like, it's suctioning it in, and I was like, what the fuck is that? It's it's literally... Someone had a field day designing this set, let me tell the you. The sound designer of this movie the sound design. had a fucking... Field day. He was like, I'm gonna make this count. Every <laughs> single thing is gonna have an added sound effect. 
<laughs> it's 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 off the walls, people. But so like the parents come up from their lab, and this, then we get the classic dizzy stereotype of the kids being more responsible than the parents because the parents have forgotten their own children's graduation is These today. These people are the worst parents ever, and I truly don't believe they're ever really redeemed. No, they really aren't. Like I think I thought that they were like my reading of it was that they had children but have no interest in really raising them they should not have had children that was my first thought i was like these two people should have never procreated no and that's why i thought it was weird and then they're like oh yeah the names that we've had picked out for our future children like why did you two people ever want children exactly are unfit parents absolutely they they do not care what their child about their kids social lives about their friends about like the like like anything literally depressing when like the day of their graduation she's like showing her parents pictures of her friends and she's like come on like try to remember my friends names i'm like this is yeah this is i'm calling the police like we like we've made jokes about like you know kids being the parents in some movies no the parents just don't care about their children or their yeah, lives. Yeah, and we've made jokes about people being terrible parents because they're, like, misogynists or, like, dicks or whatever, or, like, you know, workaholics. This is, like, the first time that I've ever been like, oh, wow, these people should have not had children. No. They are that neglectful and that terrible. I feel like they, they, they're they so smart because they're both, like, doctors and geniuses that they were like, oh, we must procreate to help the world get smarter. But then when the kids came out, they were like, all right, well, we're just going to do science. You kids do whatever you want. And then that was it. They Okay, so they forget that it's their kid's eighth grade graduation mm-hmm. today, and, uh, junior high, because yeah. they're going into high school. And this is where, this is where, we get the, this is where we get the whole thing that Taj Mowry skipped a grade. And he's like, again, that makes no sense, but whatever. I think they had to explain the fact that they look different in age, but we're graduating at the same time. Something, yeah, pretty much. Also, um, so they forget that it's their kid's graduation. And today is like a big day for them because it's the testing of their time travel machine, as they say mm-hmm. every single time. Oh, oh, wait, wait, um, wait. Sorry. We need to jump back to two things. One, they have a dog named Einstein, also ripped from Back to the Future. Two, which also bummed me out that like they gave the dog like a similar name to the kids. Like you could like the kid, both the kids and the dog are now named after scientists, which is like you are viewing the kids as on the same level as a dog. Oh wow, that's also that's why do they have a dog when the dad hates dogs? Yeah, that's the whole thing. The dad hates the damn dog. It's a really it's it again makes no sense borderline on abuse. Yeah, but the other thing is that they look over across the street to this other family and they're like, man, I really wish our family was like them. Like, look at their parent. Look at the parents. This boring talking. Caucasian blonde family. Yeah, all wearing the same color and all oh, wearing pale yellow. Uh, no, they wear yellow later. I think this one they're yelling blue wearing blue oh, okay. because they're rich remember blue means wealth got it and uh the mom walks out with like a tray of cookies and i was like it's like nine o'clock in the morning why are you serving <laughs> yeah. cookies in the morning they're eating also breakfast the dad was like washing the car and then she's like giving him a hot cookie i'm like let him put the hose down <laughs> it's like the weirdest thing i just i, really I, I laughed it's at that really, really hard because i was like why is she serving him cookies in also, the morning like they were like spying on them through a window so like we can't hear what the other family is saying we're just watching them interact with each other and watching the mom serve them in a cookie at like the gra- ass crack of dawn yeah but it's really weird because like i guess they were like just you know do something like interact with each other like a loving family so like the, dire- the direction <laughs> they took that is like the dad's washing the car and the mom and the daughter are like admiring his work like oh look at there like nice spot and the dad's like nodding and thumbs <laughs> yeah. it up like <laughs> just standing in a driveway like complimenting yeah, the dad washing a car it's very funny for no, the wrong reasons but so yeah then we cut to the lab and they're testing their time machine and also in the vein of the set time design, travel machine time travel machine 
let's talk about the design of the time travel machine because it is ridiculous. It's like just four plexiglass walls covered in colored neon. Know, so yeah, it was it like pink and yellow. Look, they looked more like doors to me, but I guess they could be walls. They're like the size of doors, and they just like there's a center part that rotates around, and then three other parts. Station. Like the Minuteman time machine knocks this time machine out of the water. This thing looks like garbo. It looks terrible. It looks like trash. It looks terrible. Also, I do realize this is our second one that had a time machine. Are there any other Disney Channel original movies that have time machines? I don't know, but I hate time machines. I know so I you hope do. We're done forever. Uh, don't hold your breath. So they are just sitting at their computers. And in front of this huge thing, spouting literally the worst science babble I've ever heard. Like, generally when people write, when writers write science babble for characters to say, it's like, oh, for the protons and the electrons and acceleration, blah, blah, blah. Literally, they use all, like, every science word you've ever heard, like, once and so it makes no I sense. I totally zoned out. Yeah. I wasn't even listening. No, it does, it's I not even, even care. It's not even like good science babble like in Minutemen where you could kind of get what they were talking about. This one is just like, oh, protons and electrons and the speed of light and quantizing and blah blah blah. D equals delta. It was so It's very bad. So they're just typing these in and the dog comes down. Okay, why? I wrote this down twice. Don't let the dog into the fucking lab. Yeah. That seems like should be rule number one. You clearly hate the dog. Why are you letting it into not the lab? Not only why are you letting him into the lab, why is his bed in the Bad in the lab. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, the dad is so pissed off. He's like, oh, that dog has a habit of being in the wrong place at the wrong time. So immediately we know yeah, that... you set his bed up down here. Yeah, and first of all, immediately we know the dog's going to be the one who start, causes the whole thing. And two, yeah, like, why did you let his bed be down here with all his toys if you don't want the dog in your all lab? expensive-ass lab equipment that looks very breakable, very fragile, and you put the dog's bed right in the middle of it. That was your plan. Yeah, I, that's, that that's the most... That my mind. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, but so they're they're running this experiment. They're using two goldfish, and they're trying to send them back in time. And then like and like they go through this whole thing, and the computer like talks to them, where it's like two specimens logged in: Carassus aratus, okay. goldfish. Bale that's female, another but. thing. That's another thing about this, where like the machine like literally gives everybody a play-by-play of uh-huh. everything that's happening. And it makes no sense. Every five seconds. And, it, well, no, it, but, it, but they still can't figure out that, like, parts are missing from the machine. And I'm like, the machine told you that 20 minutes ago. It said no vector stabilizer thing, but they just aren't listening to it, I guess. But, like, we hear it as an audience, so it's really frustrating. Yeah, and the other thing that pisses me off is the fact that the c- computer comes up with the term poof point. And not, yeah. and not that. Why would the because, t- computer have such a catchy little rhyming name for it? It's a computer. No, that's the thing, is that there's a scene later where the parents are like, oh, well, if we keep the aging, we're just going to go poof. And then they explain it to the kids. They're like, it's the poof point. Um, but then the computer, when they do this experiment on the goldfish and it goes wrong, the computer is like, two two hours until poof point. I was like, wait, the computer knows what the poof point is? That's like... Yeah, that makes, the computer's sentient. Like, it's a, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. How would the computer know that that term that you just made up is a thing before you made it up? Anyway. I know. But so, yeah, they're running this experiment on the goldfish, and then the, they, the dog is in the way. The dad shoots the dog away. But then the dog, Trace, uh, like... It bumps into like a machine and injects this thing, which is like the flux capacitor of this movie. It's the vector modulator, I think. Yeah, it basically is. You're right. It, yeah, flux capacitor, a vector modulator. Yeah, I know it's I, an, I know it's remember. modulator. You said vector, so I think it's vector modulator. Um, and it, it's like a, you know, like those things you put in wine bottles with like the ball on the top in order to keep it fresh it looks like a big one of those kind of like it's a ball with like a cone attached to the bottom that you can I like mean, grab you know what it looks like a fucking dog toy it does look it, it, like. yeah that is true it's got like 
Oh, it's like a cylinder at the bottom and a ball on if top. If I was a dog, my mouth would be all over that thing. It does. It looks like a great yeah, ass time. So it pops out of the machine and the dog's just like, yo. Okay, also, you know why the dog finds it and why it pops out of the machine? It's because the dog's chasing a cockroach. Why is there a cockroach in your lab? Can't you keep this place fucking spick and span? Yeah, you'd it's think so. It's a lab. You would think so. Also, that makes me feel like... That they had to get, like, an animal trainer to, like, bring a cockroach in and, like, train it to yeah, go. Yeah, the cockroach looked real. No, it's a real cockroach. I'm just saying, like, the fact that they had to bring in an animal trainer for with a cockroach for one day is absolutely hilarious. When there's, it like, seems like a massive waste of time. Yeah, budget. there's, like, seven There's it. seven different ways that dog could have gotten that thing out of the machine. And you went with follows a cockroach. But they had cockroach. to go with cockroach. You're right. Uh, but, yeah, so the dog takes the vector. The thing falls out of the machine. The dog picks it up and is just like, yo, this is my new toy later. And then takes it over Brings to. Brings it to his bed mm-hmm. with all of his other toys, which is in the lab. And, and at this point, I wrote down that the dog is the best actor in the movie, which is not untrue. Oh, incredibly convincing yeah, actor. Yeah, incredibly. He's I, when, he, when the dad won't pet him, I felt his pain. Oh, absolutely. I saw his eyes the, change. The dog is also neglected, incredibly, in this film. The dog's range is oh. incredible. Do they have... Better a, than Taj Mahal. Do they have animal Emmys? Because give one to this, this chap. He deserves it. The only person in this movie really... Selling it is a dog. Yeah. So then they run the experiment and it doesn't work because they have a vector modulator. But Emma's right. The computer says vector modulator not found. And then so the experiment doesn't work and the parents are like, oh, okay, well, let's go do the graduation. But also, like, this is where it was confusing to me. I thought that that experiment was when the de-aging thing started. I, I remembered the experiment failing, and then they, like, start slowly de-aging as it goes on. Like, they get younger no. and younger. It just keeps accelerating. That does not happen. Only the goldfish are de-aging at this point. But so, mm-hmm. then they go to the graduation after the failed experiment. Also, um, my other note on this was, before we get to the graduation, uh-huh. was they are, like, stressed out because they had this experiment, and, like, it didn't work, and, like, it was a big test. It was supposed to be like, why in the mother of Jesus would you schedule that for the day of your kid's graduation? Well, because they didn't know that it was their graduation. <laughs> they don't care about it. They the... told them. Oh, well, they already, hate their kids. Yeah, they okay. already scheduled it. All right. It just seemed like it could have been avoided, as many things in this movie could be, but... Continue. Oh, yeah, but also... And so the computer says, subjects de-aged to two months. The and... computer is basically narrating this movie for us. It tells yes. us exactly it, what's happening. Mm-hmm. You don't have to guess for a second mm-hmm. about what's going on, because the computer is fucking telling you. Either the computer is, or Taj Maori looking into the camera is Yes, we cut you. back to him way too much in this film. Like, I'd be fine, with, I'd be fine with just a voiceover, like, whatever, but no, we cut to him multiple times. But so the... It's so annoying. It's like Real Housewives, like, where <laughs> you see action happen, and then it cuts to, like, them just talking to the camera. Like, yeah, when I went to dinner with Sarah, it wasn't great. We talked about it. And it's like, shut up. We're watching it. We're in it with you. Like, stop cutting back to his opinion. Mm-hmm. And so they go to the graduation, and, like, the parents, of course, being absolute horrible people, are just sitting in the audience, like, on calculators and a laptop the whole time, not paying not attention. Not paying attention. Also, on the way to the, to oh, the yeah, graduation, yeah. they get in, like, a converse. Like, the kids are kind of like, okay, here are some normal things to talk about, you big freaks. Like, yeah. here's how to make conversation. Um, he does say at one point, he's like, oh, feel free to talk to any of the other parents about the stock market. And they're like, why? And he's like, well, it's cooler than science. And I was like, is it? Is it? Is it? Like, it's not. Is it? But he does bring up something super cool in 2001 where he goes, who's Lil Bow Wow? Yeah. And I was like, I wrote that down. Da- I wrote that down, too. I was like, Lil Bow Wow, dating movies since the year 2000. That dated that movie instantly. Yeah, also he- because Lil Bow Wow is now like, per- like pretending to be on private planes on Instagram and getting called out. So oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That was what uh, the well, also, he's just, he's just Bow Wow now. He's not Lil anymore. 
Um, no, he doesn't even go by Bow Wow. He goes by like his, or does he? I thought he went by. I think he just goes by his actual first and last name now. Oh, anyway, is it not Bow? Just, is it not Bow Wow? Is it? Is it not Bowser Wowser? Is that not his legal name? <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> okay. Weirdly enough, that's not his name. Oh. But they ask him, like, who's Lil Bow Wow? Because his parents don't know anything about pop culture. Yeah. They're nerdy. They don't like when he says the word cool. Which... And they all, there's also a big through line um, on this car ride and getting into the car where, like, uh, we learn that Marie, the older sister, is, has a crush on Taj's friend, Colin. like, best friend Colin. Who is this, like, the most... This, like, ass white boy who sucks. He's the most and... non-character in a Disney... Like, they, you think that as much as they talk about this guy... He'd as be much, relevant. As much as he appears in this film, he would have some relevance to the plot, some character traits, no. nothing. No. He Nothing. is completely... They talk about him constantly. I hear the name Colin more yeah. than I hear my own. <laughs> and he serves no purpose. And he also is like a literal caricature of a 14-year-old. Like the oh, he is mouth, hilarious. His mouth are like literally generated by like, what do we think? It is It is so funny how generic this kid is. He's like always wearing like a chain necklace and like a long t-shirt. No, like a, like a, what is it called? Like those necklaces that we all wore and like they're like the puka shell necklaces. Yeah, they're yeah. They're like shell necklaces and like polos. It's bad. But, okay, so we learn on the car ride there that this sister has a crush on this bland, generic, um, you know, 2001 white boy. She likes him. And the mom kind of flips out, and she's like, like, when I was your age, the boys were the furthest thing from my mind. Like, I don't like how focused you are on boys. We immediately know that's going to come up when the mom gets the age. It is heavy-handed foreshadowing. Heavy-handed foreshadowing. But so, yeah, then they're they're at the graduation. The parents aren't paying attention. Like, Taj goes up, he gets his diploma, looks back, and then the Marie gets hers, and they both are looking at their parents, just working in the stands, not caring about their children. They're just like, huh, what are you going to do our parents are neglecting us and i will say i kind of liked how like yes they fight and they have a little banter that like doesn't make any sense like the their burns aren't even good they're like okay britney spears like don't again mm-hmm. oh yeah movie. yeah um th- i will say they have like little like tiffs and like they kind of like burn each other but like i do like that they are kind of like in this together like they're yeah. both like they have been so neglected by their parents they've been forced to turn to each other for like love and support yes. and understanding and they both are kind of like together like rolling their eyes like our parents don't love us. Like, so, we still got you. Yeah, it's all we're all we have. Um, but so then it cuts to like the mixer after or whatever, where like everyone's hanging out and taking photos, and then Marie's friends come up, and what and like Marie looks like she's legitimately like fifteen or sixteen, even though she's supposed to be thirteen. Her friends look mm-hmm. they're like like they're twelve and eight years old. It makes... did you notice that one of them is Kelsey from High School Musical? No, I didn't. One of them is Kelsey. Yes. Really young. Oh, is she the young, like is she the 13. is she the youngest one? Is Kelsey? Yeah, oh, the okay. one that looks really yeah, young. Yeah, because I was the two braids. Oh, that's I did, Kelsey. I didn't notice that. That's hilarious. Also, the troll girl from Ice from Halloween Town High. Yes, she is also that. That's I've, the same actress. I'm, yeah, I'm aware of that. Um, and uh, so the, the parents actually get their names right, and Maria's like, "Oh, hey, this ain't going bad." The parents also, actually know wait, my friends. just to bring this up early on, really quick. Because it's going to become relevant later. While they, while she was quizzing or like teaching them her friends' names, uh, yes. she mentions that that she has a friend who's like her mortal enemy. And I thought that was going to come into play at the graduation, but we don't meet the mortal enemy. It's just her good friends. And I was like, that seems like a waste of space. Okay, but so we don't even know what the mortal enemy looks like at this yes, point. Yes, but also Emma, I wanted this did make me ask, like. When you were thirteen and like in eighth grade, did you have someone you considered your mortal enemy? 
because of course okay. didn't we all no i thought that was really harsh where she was like these are my this is my best friend annie and my best friend whatever but this is my arch enemy the one who wants to destroy everything i hold dear and i was like all right don't as a woman i don't find that weird at all no. i think that tracks there's nobody meaner on this planet than like a seventh grade girl They're oh like Speaking like of the which, the bitchiest person alive. Speaking of which, the girls run off because one of them's like, "Oh, there's Corey Tate. Look at what he's wearing. Let's go torment him." And I was like, "Are they secretly the mean girls of this school? Is that what we're I finding don't know. out?" I don't know. They're like, "Yeah, let's go make fun of him." And the parents were like, "All right, yeah, good. No, bye." Remember what we said about boys? Bye. And I was like, "Whoa." I was like, "They're just gonna go bully that kid. Yeah, you don't want to yeah. like say anything about that." Um. So then, like the 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 dad and the mom try and like relates to the other parents and it fails and then we meet the parents we saw spoiler alert it doesn't go well yeah and then we, we, we meet the parents who we saw through the window earlier and their names are chick and corky corky i, Cor- I wrote that down what like who wrote the script well first of all i wish to address this is much like xenon this is loosely based on a book i guess and so no it's not it's based on a book it is. Where did you see that? I saw it in the credits and I wrote it down in my notes. I did not they, see This is that. apparently based on a book, so I don't know if that I was... I was also shutting my laptop so quickly I almost threw it out of a window and <laughs> wanted this movie to be over. So I don't know if that was um, a thing from the book, but the parents' names are Chick and Corky, and that's just how... That's just their names. That's not... That bums me out. Yeah. That bums me the fuck yep, out. Yep, yep, yep. But so they, like, hate... Everyone hates the parents, because... Which, not wrongly it sounds like they're literally destroying their neighborhood yeah. not to side with those the chip and corky but like it's they sound to be very disruptive oh yeah we especially see later that they're causing legitimate property damage in the neighborhood they're not just like weird and like people are judging them because they're like sciencey and eccentric like they're legitimately damaging people's mm-hmm. homes <laughs> things are exploding and by exploding, I mean someone's shaking a camera. Yes. But you know what I mean. But I'm saying it's not... Their hatred for these people is not unjust. It's, their, it's, it's not unfounded. Yeah. But then, like, the dad... I would want them evicted from my good Christian suburb, for <laughs> sure. But then, like, the, so then, like, the dad tries to, like... They they loosely kind of get him on the topic of science, and so he starts trying to do this big scientific demonstration where he like takes the Ugh. principal's glasses and uses like a thing to like reflect the light, and he's like, if light travels in a wave and electrons, and pr-, again, just absolute nonsense. Lucas, I'm literally not even listening to you when you start talking like that. Like I'm about like I lean back in my chair and close my eyes and I go somewhere else. Yeah, please but, stop so trying the, to recreate that babble. They light the principal on fire. They light the tassel yeah. his head on fire, and I gotta say, this there is like every. Everyone around him is like, oh my gosh, fire, fire, fire. And then the principal is just like, huh? What? What's going on? Like, This was the dumbest gag there's ever. No, I hated there's no it. Payoff. It wasn't funny, and I didn't give a fuck. It wasn't surprising. I knew they were going to light him on fire because they set it up. Someone said, like, they're like, why do you have to use the principal's glasses? Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, they're going to like light the principal on fire or like kill the principal. Like, You know what's going to happen. Exactly. But also the fact is that there's no payoff to the joke. You see, There's no payoff. You see a couple pictures. So you see a couple frames of the principal on fire just looking around at what? Then, like, everyone around him is shouting, fire, fire, the principal is on fire. And he's just like, huh? Huh? There's no, like, ah, ah, oh, put it out. None of that. You just cut to them at it's home. It's so stupid. It's, it's a, like, yeah, they we don't even see the fire get put out. No. They're just all of a sudden back at I home. Think, I think that principal's probably dead. I think we could, there's, we, I have no. Safe to say. I have no information otherwise that that principal is alive, so I'm assuming he was immolated. Anyway. Dead unless found alive. There we go. Yep. Um, so they go, they're home. The kids are pissed off at their parents for embarrassing them in front of the whole school. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Again. Rightfully so. Again. And, and the parents are in the wrong. Like, that's just like, that's the, uh, subtitle of this movie, The Poof Point. The parents are in the wrong. Just always. That's a cover 
blanket statement that applies to pretty much everything in the this film. The proof point. Why are there so many fucking sound effects? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, let's not go play out a game of taglines, Emma. This movie doesn't have one. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I'll say taglines if I want to say taglines. So they go to the lab and they're like, oh, look, the goldfish are gone. And they're like, and he's like, huh, that's weird. And also we saw them poof later. So we, the audience, knows what's going on. We know exactly what's happening. Yeah, but we the, know that the goldfish have now been de-aged because the computer has told us to the month yes. how young they are. And then the, like, now they have poofed the, into non-existence. Yeah, but the character zone is what I was saying. So the, the then they're like, well, they're either back in September of 1863 listening to the Gettysburg Address. And I was like, why? Like... Why? And also, like, most people, most time machines in movies, when they're first doing an experiment, they shoot for, like, 24 hours, you know? Like, something, like, small. But, like, why are they sending goldfish back? Because if the goldfish travel and they don't have any water, they're just going to die, and then you're just going to get dead fish when they come back to the present. So you don't know if the time machine's killing people or if they just can't breathe when they're landing in the past. That's a good point. They never explain how they're going to know it was successful, really. <laughs> the fish are always going to be dead when they come back. Yeah, either way, yeah. Um, but so then they're like, okay, well, I don't know. The only way to find out is if we run the experiment one more time. And so that they just get another thing of goldfish. There are goldfish all over this house, There's by the way. There's many goldfish. They have like three boxes of yes. them sitting in water ready to be murdered. Mm-hmm. They are always ready to kill some fish. And so they, they, run, the, <laughs> they run the thing again. It's like a fucking red lobster over here. <laughs> they are ready to kill fish at that any was, given That moment. was a bad joke, but I still laughed, Emma. That was bad. <laughs> uh, but so they start writing the experiment again. And again, the parents are in the wrong. The mom doesn't get behind the safety glass. She just puts the fish up on the pedestal, takes two steps back. This was so wild. It was terrible. Like, obviously something was going to go wrong. Why is she standing She's there? She's just standing in front of the machine. Like, you know, you have this whole thing of, like, safety area away from the machine, and the dad goes back there, but the mom just stands in front of it. Why, and also, why wouldn't he say, hey, honey, move your ass. Get back yeah, here. But Exactly. So the mom's just standing there, and they start running the thing. But then, because the vector modulator is not in the machine, I'm assuming the reason it didn't this didn't happen last time is because it was in it for some of it. Like, but this time it's completely gone, so they got nothing. I'm not even gonna waste my brain power trying to figure yeah, out why yeah, this happened. Yeah. I don't give a. They fuck. like these terrible lightning effects start shooting out of the machine, and like a bad looking vortex is sucking up the fish. But then it also shoots, starts to grab marigold. So then the dad runs out, and he's like, "Marigold." Okay, okay. Also, this not to you know come at this man. Um, for, you know, his, like, reaction under pressure. But, like, don't you think the better idea would be to shut down the machine instead of yourself sprinting? Oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. I didn't even think about that. He is at the control panel. Why wouldn't he just undo or, like, and like, like the, yeah. later Or on? I thought, um, or my opinion, just, you know, push her out of the way. Don't just stand there and grab her. Like, Hold her? Or, like, maybe, you know, grab her and try and pull her out of the machine. Something. And also his read of shouting Marigold, like, he's worried for his wife's life. is just like, Marigold! That's it. Like not, Marigold. not like Marigold. What no. is his name? Mar- it's Marigold and Norton are their names. Norton and like it's like Nordikins and like Mariflower or something are their nicknames for each other. Uh, stop it! I hate it so much. So and and then yeah, like while this is happening, the computer is like two new subjects: Homo sapien, one male, one female, forty years old. Forty. And then 40. and then like the, and then like there's a very bad effect of them being like swirled around the lab or whatever. Like it's a whole thing. And then they get set down, and the kids run down. And they're like, guys, that was your worst explosion yet. Again, I imagine there was a shaky camera. <laughs> the camera was incredibly shaky. Guys, the whole the whole camera was shaky. What were you doing down here? And so then they're like, whoa, what's going on? This place is like stellar. Who are you? cool cats and then they're like 
cool. Did he just say the word cool? And that's the thing. So, like, they say the dad hates the word cool, but I don't know, like, what happened in his life that made him hate the word cool. He has experienced some trauma. We know. Something went down with this Because he says it all the time when he's younger. He says cool all the time. But, like, between the ages of 21 and 40, something happened to make him hate the word cool. Well, we know he had a dog in Yeah, we That's why he fucking hates his own dog. Yeah, we explain the dog. Because the dog ate his paper when he was in college. Yeah, a dog ate his paper, and so he's written off the entire species. But so, then they're like, the kids are like, guys, what are you talking about? Like, where are your children? They're like, did you hit your head or something? Which, like, I write good question, Todd, because they do seem concussed. Yeah, and then the sister's like, maybe the machine gave them ambrosia. And he's like, you mean amnesia? Wah, wah. I like how that sister goes from, like, a complete moron to, like, doing, like, high level yes. college math in like a, a matter of exactly that's why i'm saying todd shouldn't be the one to do this but he has his own side story one of them should have been smart oh, also also we skipped uh taj is uh, uh freaking out not freaking out but taj has an audition with this band called the urban <gasps> the urban slugs the urban slugs. disney channel why do you do this to us why did they do that like i could think like of 50 better names also, you know what would have been, like, more in the vein of, like, normal Disney Channel? It was, like, it would have had something to do with time. Yes. Like, the, the band name would have been, like, the Time Lords or some shit like that. Like, usually what, in Disney Channel original movies, like, the bands, it's, like, um, Pixel Perfect. They were, like, the, the, the Gigabytes the or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, usually the Zetabytes. Like, usually the bands yeah, have but something then, to yeah, do, but then, like, intrinsically with the plot. Yeah, but then keep in mind, all the other bands at Pixel Perfect were terrible, where it was, like, Moist Towelette and, like, I forget the other one. But they were all bad. Yeah. And so Disney's just like, I don't, like, it's it's the worst. But he has an audition with these guys who look, like, way older than him. And so he... So, oh, the woman singer is 35 Oh, absolutely. No, I, when, right when we see them perform later, I was like, wait, who was that woman that they just showed? And then she starts singing, and I was like, oh, oh, she's in the band? What? Who is that old woman? I could not, Luke, for the life of me. I could not let me figure out who was in the band and who wasn't. Is Colin in the band? I don't know. <laughs> I think he just knows. The people. I think he just he was like orchestrating the audition like a drug dealer. Like he was like their manager, but I never actually saw him like play with the. Band. I think he just knows the people in the band. I guess I don't know. It's very confusing. And how does Taj not know that? Don't they all go to the same fucking school? I don't know. They look like they're like sixteen years old, and he just graduated <laughs> from high school. I mean, grade school. Like, also, the one grade. guy in the band that we the only one that I know for sure is in the band is the guy that has red highlights yeah. in the front of Who his also hair. definitely does not want Taj in this band, but we'll get into that later. Hates I mean, Taj. Hates Taj but, for no but we'll, reason. We'll get into that later. But so yeah, they, so his whole thing is that he wants to play in this band. We skipped over that, but he's got an audition coming up, whatever. But yeah, so the parents are like... Also, just for the folks at home to illustrate, um, in case you haven't seen this movie, and again, don't, I don't recommend don't. seeing it, so I'm going to try to give you as much background as possible. The parents are de-aging to 21, but their physical appearance hasn't changed. Yes, they well, still look 40, but they are mentally now, they which, now think they're 21. Which makes no sense. I want to point out zero sense. Like I, zero I, only, sense. I only realized that later on in the film when I was like, "Wait a minute! If they're not biologically changing back, why do they suddenly poof? If this is only a mental yes. thing that they are like their brains are deaging or whatever, or they're like reverting to a previous state of consciousness, I guess whatever. Why does that affect their physical bodies to the their point? Their physical being because it's not affecting them anyway. It makes it makes else. no sense. But yeah, that's what they spend this time. I don't know if the kids necessarily figured out right now, but the parents are like. The parents are just like, we don't know you. Oh, you're, this is just a practical joke put on by my mom. Ba da ba Yeah, they think it's a practical joke put on by Mary Gold's mom because she wanted them to have kids or something, and they're like, which these, these people got married at age twenty one, which is a little early, and then their mom was immediately like, okay, now it's time for you to start making babies, which 
slow your roll, mom. Like, but I guess, yeah, chill out, chill out. Oh, also, so then they they like the dad, the parents start like checking out the time machine. This is where I think they start calling it a time zero machine, and they're like, oh, well, that was just something we were writing a paper on. We couldn't build it until the computers became more portable. And I was like, wait, the thing that was holding back time travel was laptops. That's what you. Yeah. That's what you needed in order to make time. Like I know. That's all they needed. That and that dog toy that they stuck in that. Cart. I know that in the '80s computers were like huge or whatever, but I don't get why making them smaller is what was holding you back on that one. That was it. But that was. Uh, it. But yeah, and then they like the kids kind of start to get what's going on, and they're like, "Hey, so." And also, the dad says something like, "This is slam boyin," and I was like, "That's never been a phrase. Never been that said. You, you never. just made that up. That's not a thing." And then they're like, who's the president? And then they're like, the Ron man, the Reagan miser, like... Reagan. And then, he, then the dad makes a comment about Nancy Reagan being hot. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? <laughs> but so then we cut upstairs, and they're trying to explain this to their parents, like, hey, we're your children. Like, here, here's some pictures of us all together. Like, like they're trying to explain the lab accident to yes. them, and, like, what happened. And, uh... Then they look at the pictures and they're like, oh man, we look really old. How did you do that? And they're like, no, you are this age. You're 40 years old. We were kids. And then they're like, huh. And then the craziest thing in the whole film. This is the craziest part of the whole thing. It doesn't make any sense. So they go up and look into a mirror and they're like. This doesn't make any it sense. It literally makes, makes no sense. It's not like Hot Tub Time Machine where they look in the mirror and they're like, oh, we're our younger selves now because we went back in time. I could kind of accept that. The fact that they are in the year 2001, the year of our Lord, 2001, and yeah. they look into the mirror and then see themselves not only as younger people with different haircuts, different facial features, they're, different they're wearing different clothes. The dad's dressed like, like Prince or something. It makes and the mom's in like a blue sequin, like Whitney Houston sparkly dress. Makes it literally doesn't make no any sense because no we sense. are. It's not affecting them physically, so it's just their minds, I guess, that they're seeing themselves that way. I don't know. And then it's even made crazier later when you see the dad at fourteen and he looks into the mirror and he takes off his glasses as an adult, but the kid isn't taking kid doesn't wear glasses, so he just reaches and grabs nothing and then puts them down. I lost my goddamn mind. I was like, it's infuriating. This makes, it's infuriating. Like, I get what you're trying to say that like this won't ex like but also that would be the number one easiest way to explain this that they are actually 40 years old is just have them look in the mirror and be like whoa that's us. Is that why they didn't do that? Is that why they had them see themselves as younger because then it would have been too easy to get them to believe it? Maybe. I don't know. It's the weirdest choice that this movie makes. But I don't know why we needed to, for it to be hard for them to believe it. That that's not serving a purpose. I don't, I don't it it makes it. no sense. It's it's absolutely bananas. Anyway. It's bonkers. It's crazy. So then they eventually convince the parents, like, all right, listen. we. I know you don't, like, they kind of convince the parents. I don't remember exactly what they say that makes it work. Oh, also, the parents, like, start, like, singing Earth, Wind, and Fire and, like, dancing and kind of making out. Like, oh, this is a song. Oh. We're so in love. And, like, it's... And the kids and the kids do that classic Disney Channel thing where, like, they see their parents kiss and are like, oh, gross. Oh, gross. We're 13 Ew. years old, but this is gross. Yeah, like, who hasn't seen their parents kiss? Also, like, yeah, like, what? Similar to, like, when we talked about with Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, like, what is the dark backstory of these, these parents? Where they were so young and full of life and then apparently stopped showing affection for each other enjoying dogs like 
enjoying music. Like, their lives, it's not like they just got old. Like, they got, like, sh- emotionally shut down. Yeah. I don't know what we happened also to them. We also find out that the dad was kind of neglected by his father, and the cycle yes. of neglect started there. It's dark <laughs> it's, stuff. They, it's dark. These, these are emotionally scarred people. And also, like... They're not okay. They're not okay. But so, um... They convince the parents, like, you're our parents, this thing happened to you, like, this is why we have all this technology, whatever. You guys need to go down to the lab, you're both still super geniuses, so you need to figure out how to turn yourselves back to normal. Then they figure out, they, they realize what happened to the goldfish. They're like, oh, I figured it out. What hap- The goldfish didn't go back in time. They ha- they, what happened to them is what happened to us. They de-aged so much that they reached a point of non-existence. And then the mom, the mom just goes, you mean they went, and the dad goes, poof. And I was like, see, that's where the phrase poof boy should have come from. Not from the machine saying it 20 minutes ago. Well, also, why are they like... That's my problem with this whole movie, though. Like, the machine knows what a poof point is. The machine said it. Why can't they just figure that out by looking at the fucking machine? The machine also at one point says de-aging mode active. And I was like, wait a minute. Literally. And I'm like, don't you know? You program the machine to have a de-aging mode? What? That's what I'm saying. Like, why are they so in the woods when like they built this machine and like should understand what happened? Because it's literally telling what's happening. Exactly. Um, so then the kids, of course, the kids make dinner, put it, and this is the scene where, like, she puts, like, a... This was the Back to the Future scene. She puts, like, burgers, like, little flat dishes. Into a thing, and then they come out fully cooked with buns, and then she puts, like, a block into a bowl, puts it, and then a salad is fully formed out of it. And then, like, so the parents come up, and they're like, okay, here's what we found out. We've looked over the notes... We're going to poof out of existence by at 6 p.m. tomorrow. Or 6.01, I think they say. They're also like, now don't freak out. Yeah. And I'm like, why would this? You should be freaking Your parent, out. We're going to die. So, like, but don't worry. We'll crash down. We'll get it solved. Not a big deal. So then we cut to this whole... Mo- First of all, they build a clock that the says... The other thing... Okay, they, okay, yes. They build a clock that says, like, the until poof point... But my problem is, is like they now, okay, they have figured out what's happening. Yes. That they are rapidly de-aging until they're going to reach a point where they no longer exist. Yes. And they're like, don't worry though, we're going to figure it out. Never once in this movie do the parents, while they're still like conscious, like kind of mega adults to teenager, kind of like functioning adults to teenagers, ever factor in the fact that they're about to get younger like they're they're not just raising the clock against the poof point like they should be racing the clock against turning 14 and then turning seven you know what i mean like yeah that's they're a like good point. don't worry we have two days to figure it out i'm like no you don't because after you're not going to be 21 forever you're going to keep getting younger that's a good and point and they don't ever factor that in yeah, even the kid like i could buy the parents not getting that because every time they de-age more they have to like really understand what's going on which was so exhausting that they had to keep explaining it to but them. the fact oh. that the kids don't look at them and see like listen in like two hours you're gonna become seven years old like you need to do this as fast as you well no and the, and the fact that they don't ever not even like that but they've actually like okay like they're gonna keep getting younger so like we should right now while we have them like with their wits about them let's have them ha- teach us how to do it you know what i mean like teach us how to use the machine like why didn't they put in like a safeguard because they knew they were going to keep getting younger well they did i think they genuinely didn't know that they were going to get younger they just that never came up in their calculations these parents are also kind of bad scientists emma they're like they're not great at what they do they do know they're getting younger they're de-aging to the point of non-existence they're not going to go from 21 to poof 
That's a, you know, you're right. They do kind of know what's going on. That's a good point. They know that big goldfish de-aged. They figured it out what happened with the goldfish. So they know that's what's going to happen to them. And also, that makes me a good point. Can we also address the fact that after this, they de-age by like seven. They go from 21 to 14 to seven. And then they get younger and younger quicker. But the jump from 40 to 21 is huge. Huge. That's half their life. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was really big to start. This is why I thought they only ran the experiment once. And like the, the one before the graduation is the one that made them start to de-age because it got like they started de-aging just slowly and then they got no. ba- faster and fa- they started de-aging faster and faster as it went on but no they they reached points they literally did that as a plot device yeah. because children don't understand that wouldn't understand the nuance between like 40 to like 30 and then like 30 to 20 you know what i mean so they're like yeah, I guess. oh okay let's just do like young adults which like and that would be different and then um, I thought they were going to go, like, 16, and then, but, like, no, they went straight from 21 to 14. Mm-hmm. So, but I guess they, they did that because that's the age of, like, their current kids. Right. How old the kids but are. But, yeah, so out. then we do this whole montage where, they, yeah, they build a clock that's, like, their, their, how, how much time they have left until Poof Point, which is about uh, 17 hours, I think. Which, Emma, we finally get to say it. This is the first movie we've watched where time has meaning in the in the plot. It does have meaning. It's, there is we a, know exactly you know how what? long. It doesn't have enough meaning because as I've written down, <laughs> let's fucking forget about the audition, dude. Your parents are gonna die yeah, and you know it, you have three hours for, to save them. I forget which movie we were watching where we had... Oh, it was much like in Minutemen where they were like, no one has any care that the world is going to end. These, none, these, these, none. these kids do not have enough... Uh, do not care that their parents are going to die. It's this weird dichotomy in this movie where, like, they they do care. The way, the way that they show that they care is that after a certain point, usually right around the point that we're at right now where we're talking about the plot, all of the dialogue in this movie just becomes scream. Yes. Like, they just scream every line. Mm-hmm. Like, Mom! Dad! Like, you're dead! Like, and then the parents are, like, screaming back at them because they're 14. They're like, and then their parents are screaming. Like, everybody is just screaming. Yes. That's how they show urgency, mm-hmm. and that's how it is all. But then at the same time, white boy Colin rolls up and is like, yo, man, Urban Slug's audition, and Taj is like, mm, I gotta do that. And I, was, I literally was like, I think we can all just call this audition thing off. Yeah. Like, I think we could just say that let's prioritize your parents' life over the Urban Slugs audition. So the, then we do this whole montage. The parents figure, are working to try and figure out how to reverse the thing. And then it eventually ends. Well, also the mom at one point is like, oh, it's late. You guys want to go to bed? And they're like, no, we'll stay down here in case you need help. And there's like, look at that, Norton. We, our kids actually want to see us live. And I was like, yeah. Like what? <laughs> like Barely. I don't even want to see you live. You guys are terrible <laughs> parents. But so then, then the parents are like, oh, and the mom's like, oh, I got it. I got it. Oh, it's actually really simple. What we have to do, you know, we just gotta. And then... All right. So, you know how in Pixel Perfect, I was like, oh, man, special effects body horror. Guess what's in this movie? More special effects body horror. horror. Because the effects that they use on these people when they de-age are genuinely some of the most horrifying things I've ever seen. Unnecessary. It's like their faces, their faces and noses, like, expand and, like, they grow in places. And this is already... They look like lava lamp versions of themselves. Like, like, parts of them are getting bigger and smaller. It's so grotesque and unnecessary horrible it is i genuinely gasped i had to pause the movie i had to walk away for a bit because i lost my mind it's gross but then the parents uh are like again completely oblivious like wait where are we what's going on who are you guys 
and now they're 14. And and they're 14 now. And they seem to be 14 for the longest yes. period of time. They're 14 for so they're 14. long. Well, because that's the whole... I think that was kind of like the whole pitch for this movie, basically. Where it was like, oh, you, we get to see our parent, what our parents were like when they were our age. At our age. And so I feel yeah. like that's why they spend most of their time at this age. But it's kind of weird compared, comparative to how... They didn't spend this long as 21, and they didn't spend yes. this long as any of the other. It's bad. It makes no sense. Um, okay, so we'll, let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back and talk about uh, what they're like at 14. Annoying. The answer is annoying. Yeah, yeah. Unlike their parents, when we poof out of existence, we'll be back in a couple seconds. Bye-bye. So we're back. Parents are Unfortunately, right. I don't want to be uh, here. I hate this movie. Okay. I mean, so the parents get in a tiff immediately where the mom is just like, oh, Norton, after the thing you pulled at the science fair, I don't ever want to talk to you again. And she runs off. So they're 14 and they, I guess, mm-hmm. still were going to school together at this time. And that they don't like each other because the dad is threatened by the mom and like they yeah, they're both brilliant still brilliant like science nerds but like they yeah. don't ever accept each other's help I guess is the the point of contention because I think they can do it all on their own there's also kind of a sexist undertone with the way Norton talks about her where he's like oh I, she thinks she's smarter than me she's just some yes. girl or something yeah, and I was like yeah it's very sexist and also like he's like oh how are we to be in a relationship when like everything blows up like she's so emotional I was like alright the, the heavy handed sexism Needs to be over. Granted, this was the 70s, but even still, watch your, watch your line, Norton. But so then, like, so the sister's hanging with uh, Marigold, and then Eddie's hanging with Norton, and, like, uh, Marie and Marigold are, like, talking about, like, boys or whatever and relationships, and then Eddie not- finds out that his dad plays the guitar. It's literally Jimmy fucking Hendrix. Again, and but also, <laughs> the scene, the sequence of his dad playing the guitar, A, lasts for way too long. So long. And and B is so clearly Fake. not that actor. Okay, well, no, also, I said this in my notes about Taj. Also, there is so much fake guitar playing in this movie mm-hmm. like it is it's either it's Taj in the beginning or it's the dad and it's these long 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 sequences of someone else's fingers playing the guitar I'm like why do you think this is interesting for anyone to watch so obviously not his fingers and you can tell because his the guy who was actually playing the guitar his skin tone is so much darker than Norton's oh, and it's just and it just puts the movie on like it's breaks like it's just so stupid and lasts forever it yeah it's very bad but so then he's like, oh, I can use... And also, Colin shows up and he's like, yo, uh, you're, you're slamming up there. You're gonna, if you do that at the audition, it's going to go great. And he's like, oh, hey, can we not do that? And he's like, no, they're still going to just show up. And he's like, okay, cool. <laughs> and then he's like, my parents are going to die probably. Yeah, no. but, you know. uh, first of all, I wrote down here, Colin is hot, though I think we can again all disagree that the audition should be canceled. And he's like, and he literally tells him, he's like, yeah, can you not have that happen? Like, I really bad time. Like, things are not okay over here. And Colin's like, Mondo's smart, man. But, like, <laughs> they're still coming. <laughs> 
Uh, also, and Sabri comes up and is like, "What are you guys doing?" And he's like, "Oh, you know, we're just jamming, we're hanging out." And he's like, "And he's she's like, dude, our parents are going to die. We don't have time for this." And he's like, "Well, you know, I've got the urban slugs thing coming up." And they start talking, and then the parents just decide to just leave. They vanish, but it also doesn't make any sense with the camera work because, like, how did they sneak out of that room with one door? It makes yeah, that's what I'm saying. It makes no sense. They're Their in backs a closed them. room. They're, and, like, they're in a room. They, their backs are to them. I'll give the movie that. But the fact you didn't hear them go down the stairs, like yeah, open, open the, the front door. door do we I... know that the doors are incredibly loud. Oh, yeah. Everything in this movie has a sound effect. <laughs> we know that there is a very loud sound effect when anyone opens or closes the door. And it's very, it's just like, how did you let them slip by you? They're 14-year-old and they're adults. Like, it makes no sense. But so then they run off and then they have to, there's a little sequence where they're like running through the town trying to find their parents. And then like. What are they trying to do? Why do they go to the town? The, the, they're trying to find their parents. The parents left because they wanted to like try and find their old house, like his old house. Norton's oh, okay, old house or okay. something which makes sense but at the same time like it kind of comes out of nowhere but so then Marie goes over to uh, the house Corky and Chick's house and is like hey have you seen my parents and they're like no and you know what after that explosion today um, we're gonna kick you out of your house and she's like what and so she shows her around the house and it's like here is like our porch it's got burn marks all over it like this is happening like our houses are being destroyed by our parents so we're signing a petition to have them evicted and I was like no, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. well, like, yeah, it makes yeah. sense. These people should not be living in this neighborhood and, like, destroying yes. other people's property. And, they, and the thing but, is that they say earlier that they moved their lab into their home because the university wanted them to. And so I feel like why? the university is kind of to blame on that end. Like, why would you let them do that if you knew that they were doing experiments that would cause this nature? But at the same time, why would you as adults tell a child Childish. that you're going to kick that you're, that you're gonna kick them out of their house? That, like, I get that, like, they are doing some pretty gnarly shit to your neighborhood and, like, your cul-de-sac's nice. Nice and all that but like what kind of monsters would ever tell a 14 year old kid that they're about to get evicted because they hate their parents yeah because they're like listen we know it's not your fault that your parents are doing this to all of us but we're totally, we're totally gonna, gonna, kick, gonna you. kick you out of your house and i was just like what why would you say that to a child like it great. makes no sense um but so then eddie manages to track down uh norton who's just like sitting uh somewhere he's like oh there you are yeah sorry marie ran off we got into a fight blah 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 uh, and then, again, much in the vein of the guitar thing, he starts, like, doing no, bike tricks. No, not Marie uh, ran off. Marigold ran off. It, it's very oh, confusing. Sorry. Their names were that similar, but yeah. Yeah, that's very confusing. Marigold ran off, and then he starts doing bike tricks on Eddie's bike. Again, super obviously not the same actor as the dad. No. You can see shots of his face. He has a completely different build. The man, the, complete, the body Completely different build. You can see body type you, get, you get a couple shots of his face where you can tell it's not him. And also, like, he can see his mouth is clearly not moving as the dad Dad voiceovers like, yeah, woohoo, bike tricks, yeah. It's very. I wish Marigold could see this. It's very bad. Not great um, stuff. But then the mom is at a like ice cream shop or something, drinking a milkshake, listening to a jukebox, and she's like, mm, grooving to the jams. And then we meet Chloe, the mortal enemy of Mary. Okay, all right. I have a few things to talk about with this scene. So the mom is depressed because Norton, you know, doesn't, like, like her, value her, or whatever. Um, and she has a crush on him. She's sipping a milkshake, which is, like, the 14-year-old equivalent of, like, drowning your sorrows with a glass of wine at the bar. Yes. But there's, like, this, like, 1950s diner, and she's drinking a milkshake. And the fact... This is just, like, terrible writing on the movie's part. The fact that we have never met Marie's sworn enemy, Chloe, 
We didn't meet her at the graduation. We have never seen her before. But we're supposed to now remember that her sworn enemy's name is Chloe and that this girl is it. And another yeah. thing that's really confusing is why are her alleged actual best friends hanging out with her sworn enemy? Without her. Yeah, that that messed me up too. Is that later on she tells she gives the DL to like Annie and Hannah or whatever yeah. her friends' names are. Like her best friends. I was like, wait, why are they friends with Chloe it's if you the, hate the her? Sword like, enemy. And then also and that's why I thought for a second that Chloe's just like another one of her friends, and then you realize, oh no, she's devious, and you're like, Okay, so this is the girl mm-hmm. she hates. Yes. And they are all like playing motorcycle arcade games together and i'm like what this Mm -hmm. does not make any sense also quick jump back i just saw in my notes two other things with the parents is they say they're gonna get him evicted because they're gonna call a county inspector in like the the threat of being evicted is not sudden like it's gonna take a while oh there's a lot of paperwork they have to shuffle through and then two is the mom is making cookies again i'm guessing she just makes a fresh batch every morning because that's an ideal way. And also, she's, one thing she says is that, like, one of the neighbor's dogs has lost complete the bladder, bladder control. control. Which I thought was hilarious, because I just love the image of the dog just pissing everywhere at this person's Also, but, like, what did they do to make a dog incontrollably, like, piss itself? I don't know, but it's a fu- it's kind of funny. And, and so, yeah, so Chloe's talking to Marigold, and she's like, oh, hey, what's going on, Mrs. Ballard? And she's like, oh, you know, me and Mary, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, you know what? How would she just tell me everything? A real no, okay. emotional purge. All right, no, so you're a little bit off there. Um, I am? First of all, it doesn't, the continuity doesn't make sense that Chloe would even, like, know who Mrs. Ballard is or what she looks like because we're it's set up in the beginning that these parents are literally absentee and they don't know any of their friends. So that's yeah, weird that's a number good point. one. I don't know why, I don't know why she that knows that that's her mom. That doesn't make any sense. She immediately knows that that's her mom and is also comfortable just going over and talking to her. Second of all, she doesn't bring up Marie. She's saying, she's like, what's wrong? You look a little sad. And Marigold says, so I have this friend and her name starts with an M. What she's doing is she's talking about herself. And trying to, like, talk about her crush struggles with Norton, but doesn't want to admit that it's her, so she says she has a friend, as a lot of people did when they were, you know, 10 or 12. Like, oh, my friend has a crush on someone. Like, but you really mean yourself. But the gag here is that her daughter's name also starts with an M, so Chloe takes it to mean Marie. No, you're right. I skipped that. I missed that. You're absolutely right. Yeah, Someone sorry. give me a fucking um, medal for playing this whole attention to this movie. So then, yeah, after she does that conversation with uh, Chloe, we I think like the parents meet back at the house, whatever. Chloe tells the other two friends, like, so I was talking to Mrs. Ballard. She said that like Mary definitely likes Colin, and also like the where the does this Urbans, come from? This comes I have out no of idea. Nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. She says the urban slugs are coming over to their house for Eddie's audition and she wants it to turn into like a whole graduation party. I don't know if Chloe like invented this as like but, a like, lie to like... This, but why would she even do that? Like well, how would that even be hurting Marie if like her whole goal is to embarrass Marie or like you know because she's her mortal enemy like what what purpose is that even serving? Because she doesn't know that Marie doesn't want to have people over at this point. She just talked to her mom. Yeah, and then it turns out that, like, and Marigold gets all the credit for doing this party. Like, it's like Marigold's idea to have this party. But we never see her say that. And also, I don't know how she knew about, like, the audition or whatever. This is, like, the biggest continuity error in the whole movie. It makes me feel like there's some scenes on the cutting room floor that we didn't see because it doesn't make any sense. Which, also, this is kind of a shorter movie. It's only, like, an hour, 20 minutes. Uh, Thank God. It felt like six hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So, if, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe they shot like an hour 30 and they were like, eh, this one's not good. Let's cut 10 minutes out of it and mm-hmm. fill the rest of the ads so we can make some money out of it. Also, I'd like to call it, this is the exact same plot device, like the graduation party that gets out of hand with like, you know, uh, too many kids at their house and um, the parents are young again so they want to party with them that happens in both 17 again the original 17 again with tia and tamara and then the in theater 17 again with zach efron and uh matthew perry this this plot device happens in both of those movies is the first is the other tia and tamara 17 again is that a decom i think it is a decom isn't it i mean that's the only place i've ever watched it is on the disney channel and it's like her grandma it's not her mom yeah her grandma becomes and if and tia and tamara one of them is like the the kid and the other one is the grandma aged down and they look yeah. identical and that's like part of the gag yeah no yeah and Taj Maori is also in it yeah. yes yeah okay. this is that the exact sense. same gag that happens in that movie and in the that, and that the Peter 17 again anyway so uh yes so they're having a party and then like Marie comes back uh Marigold comes back to the house and looks at Norton and is just like Norton Ballard and like kisses him and she's like I want to go study with you because Chloe told me that a modern woman doesn't wait around also, for a man. Also, this is another part of the conversation we don't see happen. We don't no, hear yeah. Chloe ever say that. Chloe had this is the I'm pretty sure this is the only scene Chloe is in. She's it, not even at the party no. later. No, she comes in and out and like and like you I she set up to the point where like you think that she has like a grand plan to like embarrass Marie or stuff, but none of that ever comes to fruition. No, and but no, not at all. And so she, but she's like talking to Norton, and she's like, "I want to go stay with you. I like you." Blah blah blah. blah. What do you say? And then Norton just runs off into the greenhouse that this house apparently has. Also, mark? also, also, yeah, we are seeing this for the first time. Also, mm-hmm. um, Lord forbid we go five seconds without a sound effect when she kisses him. It is like a cartoon, Peppy mm-hmm. Le Pew. Like loud fake noise. That was actually really good, Thanks. Emma. That sounded awesome on my end. That Thank sounded like you. exactly like a cartoon sound. That was awesome. Anyway, Thanks. you're you're right. I, guys, I don't want to spoil anything for you, but I was the sound designer on <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you you oh, you kept the secret from me for so long, Emma. You did it. But yeah, so Norton runs off to the greenhouse, and Marie and Marigold are just like walking around the lab, and Marigold finds this thing that she's like, "Oh, it's an energy ball that me and Norton were working on for the science fair," and it's literally just a hamster ball with wires stuffed in it. That's all Dude, it is. This is like literally the same movie as Seventeen again. I just googled Seventeen again when you brought that up, and like. I thought Seventeen again was like magic, but no, it's literally it's a lab experiment gone wrong again. How many lab experiment gone wrong movies has Taj Maori been? In? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's probably was some in Smart Guy too, so you never know. If you ever have a lab set up, do not invite Taj Maori. Oh ever my to god! A- oh what? my god, dude! What? Oh my god! Oh what? What? What's the happening? reason that I think? I my brain has meshed the poof point in seventeen again together. That's why. Oh my god, it all makes sense now. That's why I thought Taj Maori was a kid genius, and that it was supposed to be a de aging machine. Because listen to the plot summary for seventeen again. Uh, they're both visiting their son and their grandchildren, Sydney and Willie. Willie, who's Taj Maori, is a genius, a young genius who develops a formula that uh, that makes whoever uses it young again. It inadvertently spills into some soap. So that's what happens in Seventeen again, oh. and that's what I was thinking the poof point was. It's the same actor, but gotcha. It's not. Although in the in the seconds in the theater Seventeen again, it is magic though, right? Yes, yes, it's magic. Yeah. yeah. Um, which we should probably do a bonus episode on someday because that's a, that's a fun movie and also Zac Efron's in it. Um, 
So, yes, that's hilarious. You're absolutely right. That's a total similar thing. It's the exact same thing. It's pretty, pretty similar. Well, except in 17 again, they actually become physically younger. This one, they don't. And it's confusing and stupid. Well, yeah, you're right. You're 100% right. But let let me say, I'll say this. Like I said, this movie is bad. This is a bad Disney Channel Rich movie. It's poorly written. The acting is not great. And it's just, and the sound design and set design is off the freaking walls. But... The th- couple saving grace I will give this movie. One, it has some decent gags sometimes. I laughed a little what bit sometimes. What gags did you laugh uh, at? I, I have to find them in my notes. But there were some times where I was kind of like, oh, that's not a bad gag. Um, I but didn't the, laugh at a The other gag. thing is that they try, especially in this scene and then an earlier one with Marigold and Marie, they try and set up like a th- the thing where it's like, oh, my parents don't understand what I'm like as a teenager, but they were just the same way as a teenager. And like being a teenager is a lot. You want to do all these things, but you feel so lost. And it's not done well, but I kind of so like... It's so heavy handed. And it's like, she literally like, the mom literally gives a speech where she's like, you just feel so lost. And then she's like, same mom. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's just so stupid in one note. It's Again, not... I, I'm not saying it's done well, but I'm saying that it's kind of a neat concept, but it's done poorly. I get what they were trying to do, but the whole yeah. thing just feels like a movie pitch. Like it's like, okay like we get it like we get where you're going with this but it's so so badly done yeah you're right yeah but i'm saying like i kind of like it but that's what this scene is like marigold and mary had theirs in the bathroom earlier and uh norton and eddie have theirs in this greenhouse right now where he's like no one understands how i feel and he's and taj is like oh i said that i also love yeah yeah and it's again that's so funny like it's literally the exact things that they have both said they're now reverberating back to the kids um and also i wanted to note while the the dad is still 14 and like i loved like the funky music they played back uh behind the dad every time he was doing like either he was like biking or like you know yeah yeah like welcome back cotter music like (laughs) (laughs) it was really funny and yeah they just had to point that out yeah like i said there's only some jokes that i kind of laughed at i laughed at a lot of other stuff for the wrong i mean this wasn't even intentional i just laughed at it every time it was like for the a lot for a lot of for uh, first of all i mean you sound like an adult on the peanuts second of all (laughs) Uh, no, I, I, the stuff I laughed at in this movie way more was I was not supposed to be laughing at it. I laughed at when it, it, the, all the dialogue became screaming, and I realized it. I was like, that, I was like, no one has spoken at a normal volume in literally twenty minutes. Every word has been screamed. But but they get on, they get the parents to start working on the machine again, and they're like, oh, um, like we figured out the equation we have to use. It's this old thing we used from like a rocket we made, which I don't know how that applies to freaking time travel, but like, so we're, so we're going to use this equation. Um, and we've got it all plugged in, just hit enter. We're good to go. And they're like, awesome. So they go in the machine, but it all starts to go wrong again. And like the parents just legitimately disappear. I assume they're dead. Yeah. They kill their parents. They, they kill their, they, they kill their parents. And then they're like, uh, Marie's like, oh no, they're gone. What do we do? And he's like, well, when I screw up on homework, I just hit undo. And then, <laughs> and then he's, she's like, she's like, Eddie, this is like multi-million dollar equipment. It's a time machine. Hitting undo is not gonna, and he hits undo and then the parents come back. And yeah. I was like, and I was like, but this, that's oh, why I was like, can't the dad fucking hit undo when this originally happened? The, exactly. It raises a plot hole, 100%. But so, yeah, the, the, and then the parents come out of the machine, like, kind of missing the last, like, minute because they think they have to do it all over again, and it makes no sense. But then they hear the doorbell ring, and actually this was one of the parts where I laughed. Taj goes up to answer the door, and there's just a crowd of teenagers sitting out, standing outside, like, going, like, woo! Led by just, Colin, of course. Yeah, and then he just slams the door on them, and, I, and he, like, throws himself against it. I was like, that's not a bad gag. Our irrelevant king, Colin. 
king of irrelevance. Kyle looks back at everyone at the party and is like, uh, let me go talk to him. So he lets himself in. Because he's, yeah, of course, everyone's fearless leader. Yeah, and then he goes into, he does what you said, he puts the glove on, he gets like a root beer out of the fridge, and then he's like, yo, also, Kyle. No, he says another like terribly cliche when he walks in, he's like, yo, man, what's with the door slamming routine? Come on. <laughs> Again, Colin has no characteristics other than None. slang. But, but so, just but, so, bad slang that no one uses. You know who would have been friends? 14-year-old Norton and Colin just saying yeah. weird slang <laughs> back and forth to each you're other. You're right, you're right. Uh, but so he's like, Colin, who are all these people? And he's like, they're here for the party. And he's like, what party? And he's like, well, your audition slash graduation party. And I was like, I'm not having a party. How did this like, spiral out of control like this? It doesn't it make makes, any sense. It makes no sense. And he's like, well, you know, it's going to be a slamming party. Uh, <laughs> someone brought some root beer and then yes, some like I potato ch- and potato chips. and No, popcorn. And I was like, mm, root beer and popcorn. The two key elements to an early 2000s teen Disney party. We might as well say like fucking Molly and Coke. Like, damn. <laughs> Like, it's like, that. why is that, that is always the key elements, or like some sort of carbonated drink, yeah. and there's always like various bowls of chips being passed around. Chips, that these are like and then we, and we see party. a guy, we see like, and then everyone starts to come in later, and you see a, like seven people in Hawaiian shirts, and one All guy's carrying just, chips. Yeah, one guy's got a big bag of ruffles, and like... <laughs> I really hope that there's some water at this party because these kids are going to be fucking dehydrated. Sodium. <laughs> um, and then like uh, someone, br- someone of course brings a bunch of pizzas. Someone's got a whole basket of rolled gold. I got a bunch of pretzels too. <laughs> it's it's a listen. This is a banger. This is a How real banger. How many times have you ever been at a party in like your teen years where there was that many fucking chips? Like maybe pizza. There's so many. Yeah, no. Chips. You see, we well, see people with pizza later, but chips but are also, the focus. Who's ordering the pizza for these 14 year olds? They all that much cash on them? I thought I don't about know, that. dog. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but so yeah, they, this party starts happening against. Like I didn't know people could just throw a party in your house without you wanting oh, them yeah. to be there. Apparently, they can just come in and start having a party, and you Squatters can squatters rights, man. Yeah, you I guess. Sit, pop a fucking squat, throw a yeah. party. Mm-hmm. And so, but Taj is like, oh, okay, if I, this is what I need to do to audition, I'll, I'll, I'll allow it, I guess. If but my Marie, parents have to die for me to get into Exactly. <laughs> so be it. And then Marie comes up and is like, Taj, what the hell are you doing? And he's like, I don't know, dog. But then Colin is like, hey, what's going on, Marie? You're looking pretty, pretty today. She's like, oh, hey, Colin, what's, what's Colin going on? Colin was creepy here. <laughs> he's, he, he, it's not great. And he's like, well, you know, we're going to, I'm going to go help the band set up out on the patio for the stage and, uh. Save you a spot. I'll save you a spot up front girl and then she's like sounds great calm bye and then he's like wait and this actually was another gag i kind of laughed at where he's like did i just lose my mind or is colin flirting with you and then she goes both and yeah I was like, that was you're right that's the only joke i kind of laughed at yeah that's not a that bad was gag the only one that but then so the party's going on and then the parents come up and they're like oh guys we figured it out and they're like what again like, we're on the verge of breakthrough we're on the verge of yeah and, and this already happened why didn't they prep for this have them write everything down that they discovered why well, no, would they, they not well, make they, them do that no but they didn't, they didn't they didn't discover this uh last time this is the fact that there's a part missing i know i know but i'm saying they keep making these discoveries on the parents dh so like after that happened one time wouldn't you be like okay guys if you come up with something important write it down the minute you figure it out because we don't know when you're going to dh next do you know what i mean 
Well, yeah, but I'm saying, but also they told them this time. Last time they never actually figured uh-huh. out what the equation was that they were like, last time she was like, oh, I figured it out, I figured it out, it's so simple. And then they de-aged and we never yes, found out okay. what that was. Although we can assume it's the equation. This time they went to the kids, they're like, there's a part missing, we need to find it, and then they de-aged. So this is the second Even the machine literally yelled at them moments yes. ago saying there was a part missing, but okay. Yes, and so then the de- they de-age again. Again, the effect is horrifying. It's so horrible, horrible, horrible. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. And it goes and on for so long. To like, and I everyone, said, Jesus people, Christ. And also, so this is where we meet my favorite character. He does White not guy have with cornrows? Yep. <laughs> I absolutely love this guy. Throw him down. He, I, besides the dog, this is the only guy out here who's selling it for me. He is fantastic. He doesn't have a name. He has no character. He's we wearing Hawaiian shirt. He has before. huge, long cornrows that go down to like his butt. Down to his it's, ass. This yeah. guy has, this blonde he, kid has cornrows. He is the palest person I've ever seen with cornrows. And were they let me tell trying you to set him up as like a hippie? Like, is that no, what he, the cornrows are supposed he, to be? He is high. He is absolutely on he's drugs. He's high, right? Okay. He's, he's, uh, he's on drugs. You're right. He is supposed to be like stone. Like he's like, oh man, trippy. Like everything's like amazing to him. He wants to touch everything. You cannot watch these scenes and not tell me he is on it. Not on acid or pot or some kind of hallucinogen. Look, he's on something. I don't know. It might have been all the ruffles. He probably that, ate That's true. Ah, oh, damn. The, I forgot. Ruffles can have that effect on a man. That's when sodium you, high, when, man. When you get so dehydrated, you start to hallucinate. <laughs> and he's just shoving ruffles into his mouth. He hasn't drank anything in hours. This is all grease, oil, and salt <laughs> from the ruffles. But so, yeah, he sees them de-age and he's like, whoa, trippy, man. And then so they de-age down to seven. And we don't get that. We don't know that they're seven yet. But then they shove them back down into the lab and are like, oh, you guys go hang out downstairs. We'll figure this out, whatever. But then uh, I think Taj starts to audition or whatever. Yeah, because he's got to get into the urban slugs, man. Yeah, he's got to get into those urban slugs. And then he starts to audition. They sing a song. I don't know what it is. I don't care. I doubt I'd find it to be our interstitial music. I'll have to put something else in. Dude, I, I okay, this band, this joke is going to go nowhere. I'm sorry, folks at home. But like... They were clearly trying to imitate the style of an existing band, especially with that 34-year-old lead singer woman who I was like, whose mom is that? And she's yeah. the singer of the band. Um, they were clearly trying to, like... And you know what it almost sounded like? It almost was a little bit Counting Crows-esque. That's kind of what the band sounded like. So just imagine sure. that, but, like, shitty and terrible. Um, and you couldn't distinguish what any of the words to the song were. No, I couldn't. I had the subtitles on, and I still couldn't really get it. Um... So, yeah, they're doing this song, and then after the song, and like we were saying, the guy, like, the lead guy in the band, I guess, hates Taj, because he's like, all right, man. I'm There's a like, really weird line that coming up where yeah, I was yeah. like, dude, what? Yeah, so he's like, all right, man, like, you know, just follow along, and then maybe we'll give you a solo, whatever. And then he plays, and then he's like, you know, man, that totally didn't reek. And he's like, thanks. And then Marie comes up, and he's like, Eddie, we have a problem. I need your help right now. And he's like, whoa, man, is this how it's going to be all the time when you're in the band? Every day, another emergency? I was like, dude, what? And I was like, that is a leap just because she his sister comes up is like there's an emergency i need your help it's you happened ju- once it's happened yeah. once he does not it's want not like Tosh he, this band. happened before and now they're calling back to it he keeps having to run off for an emergency like he's had one emergency and you're like whoa is this how it's gonna be every practice you're gonna have an emergency i guess maybe colin told him that he was trying to kind of reschedule or something but no it just comes out of complete nowhere also this is my favorite part of the whole movie you're freezing over it but i need to take two to this where he goes He's like, come on. And she's like, oh, she's like how much are you? He's like, five, ten more minutes. And I'm like, five to ten more minutes? Your parents are dying. And we know they only have like 32 minutes of life left. Yeah. It's and not he's great. so casually like, come on, like ten more minutes. I'm like, you got like 40 minutes at most, dude. Like, we need these ten minutes. Yeah, we did. Like, these are an important ten minutes, dick. Um, 
So anyway, we cut back to the clock a lot to see how much time they have left. But so then the parents like come up to the party like riding uh, scooters, riding scooters and a bike, and they're, they're both seven. wearing like they're seven. They're both wearing helmets, and uh, then they like kids. Everyone's like freaking out, and they have the energy ball we saw earlier that their that the mom invented a while ago. But like, what does yeah. the energy ball even do? And I wrote this down. This does one of our favorite tropes from watching these movies. The energy ball gave me very very strong someone got a new effect on their computer vibe and really wanted to test it out because the energy ball serves no purpose plot wise it serves they it's just like this weird gag that goes on for too long where they're trying to capture it and get it to stop flying around and buzzing and lighting up and it serves no plot but it's just like a cool cgi effect that somebody like got a boner for and wanted to try out yes but again the white dreadlock guy is all about it it goes in his shirt and the way that this is shot luke the way that this is shot, it looks like the energy ball is giving him a BJ. Until you realize that it's under his shirt. Because all you're getting is, like, the energy ball, like, dips low. It, like, swings, like, flies down. I did not down. think that at all. And then it's a tight shot on his face. And he's, like, making all these, like, weird, like, pleasure, like, whoa faces. And I'm like, is the energy ball sucking his dick? It and then not. it widens out, finally, and you realize that it went up his shirt. Yeah, I, did, I didn't think that, but now that you mentioned it, I could see that. I but mean, I, I knew the energy ball wasn't giving him no, that. Yeah, I, I know. That's what the, the no, like, yeah, shot yeah. was. Well, I always just thought that he was, like, freaking out because of all the lights. Because, again, he's on, like, PCP. Yeah, he's like He's, he's like, seeing, he's seeing the face of God in those lights. He but yeah, but Molly water to drown, to, to, you know, quench his thirst after the ruffles. Yeah, but no high can match that ruffle high, Emma. Like, he's going to be spending the rest of his life searching for a drug that can Trying match, to match it. match that high. He'll never get it again. Um... And so then Taj knocks the energy ball out with a tennis racket. Again, it's super pointless. Then there's also a side story about the Lizzie, the daughter of Corky and Chick. Oh, running over to the party. Because the the Corky and Chick, whatever, Corky and Caucasia, they see that there's this party going on. They call the cops and they're like, oh, thank God our perfect daughter Lizzie would never want to go to a party like this. I also forgot that Lizzie and Marie are supposed to be friends. They were like hanging out at their graduation. They don't give that any due diligence. No, I didn't know um, either. That just but then I just I wrote like, oh. down um, Lizzie then gets into the screaming. Every piece of dialogue is screamed. Mm-hmm. She for some reason starts screaming when it's so unnecessary. Like and everybody but at least every the party does start staring at her like she's experiencing a mental break when she's like, I'm not perfect! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sick of everything being, being perfect! perfect. I was like, yeah, which, I, yeah, that was a lot. That I was literally a lot think the director's note was always, like, whoever this director was, he was like, okay. So I like, hey, what you just said there? I was like, but could you try screaming it? Something, yeah. And so, like, she has a mental break, and everyone mm-hmm. was screaming about not wanting to be perfect, and then that's just not paid any more attention to because we've got people's lives at stake. Right. But then they heard the parents back into the basement, and then the chick and Corky roll up with police officers being like, hey, Ugh. shut this party down. And then they say, arrest everyone. And like, For even, what? And then, yeah, even Lizzie points out, it's like, guys, having a party is not a crime. Having spontaneity and throwing a party is not a crime. And I was like, yeah, they could pl- the police could show up and tell you, like, you know, to disperse or something or keep it down, like a noise complaint. But they can't just roll up to your party and arrest you for having a party. Yeah, like, it doesn't where there's make any no sense. alcohol present with minors. Like, it's that just too, ruffles. Yeah. Like, too. they're not doing anything illegal. <laughs> Um, but so then, uh, they use that to, they get everyone out of the party. I guess Taj made it in the band, whatever, no one cares. 
And nobody so cares. Then they take the kids, they take them into the like a bathroom and they're like, hey, we're your babysitters. You have to do what we're saying because they have to lie to them at this point because mm-hmm. the kids, no stranger danger, which good on you. And they're like, listen, we're all going to play a game of find the missing piece, find the vector modulator or whatever. And they're like, well, you don't have to do what you say. It's like, if you don't, we'll tell your parents not to let you read. And they're like, God, no, don't and do that to us. they also want to go on a spaceship ride, which they think is like the time travel machine. But they said they can only go on it if they find the part. And then they're like, oh, oh, I want to go first on the time machine. So they all, they, we get a montage of them, everyone going around the house trying to find the vector modulator. And we see the dog has it in his mouth and is like going around the house and they're always like just missing him. Um, but also like at one point, Norton like upturns the cushions of their couch and there's like a Barbie doll and like a golf club and a Frisbee. He like under eats the... an old piece of food. It's disgusting. Which, well, yeah. But I mean, he's a kid, so I get that. But I'm just confused why these like adults and their 13 year old children have like toys under their couch True. cushion. I was very confused by that. I also was so bored at this point. It was so yeah. boring as an audience member because we know where the part is. Yeah. It's not like a, oh my god, like, well, where are they gonna find it? Like, what could have happened to it? And then it's, like, explained in a clever way and, like, then we see the dog thing happen. Like, we already know where it is. The dog yeah. has it. Yes. But, but I mean, I think the, the tension is supposed to come from the fact that he, cause Taj actually checks the dog bed and doesn't find it, but we're supposed to get the tension to the fact that the dog is always like, they're just missing but also, the dog. I mean, I guess maybe it's cause I'm an adult and this movie is not yeah. meant for adults, but I also know that these parents aren't going to die because it's the Disney channel. Like yeah. the stakes are almost too high where like, you know, that things are actually going to end up okay because they, they were not going to kill the parents basically and yeah. like, leave these two people without a family yes. so I know they're going to be fine and I know where the piece is so I'm just like fucking wrap it up and let me go home yeah a little bit you're right but so then yeah Marie and Eddie meet up and they're like well, I didn't find it did you find it no man this is really really bad what they at this point just give up as I did they sit <laughs> on the stairs and they're like I they're like mom and dad are still looking but like pretty much a lost cause at this point right and then they hear a commotion from off screen and they run in the kitchen and they find Marigold on the floor covered in spaghetti cause you know that classic trope of kids loving putting spaghetti they got on up them, to so. that mischief real quick yeah and again this is where if I were like an actor and they were like, so here's this is what where I watching. This is where I would have walked. I would have said, because they cover this her in spaghetti. This is where I would have said, you know what? I'm going to do that IBS commercial instead of this. Because yeah, this the, is honestly more degrading. They cover her in spaghetti. And then they cut to Norton in the bathroom, who's covered in toilet paper and poured baby powder all over himself. And he's like, Norton made a mess. The fact that Mr. Cooper did this. Like, what? Like, literally, I would rather do an adult diapers commercial <laughs> Lisa Rinna. Like, this is so humiliating. Thankfully, this is, they only do this pretty kind of once and then they take them down into the lab and they're like what are we going to do we have to figure this out and then the sister because apparently she knows science now, now has we figured were, out advanced calculus she was like their, their their equation was right but the thing is is that all their equations were done using the weight of the goldfish we need to weigh them and figure out their weight and which then which seems plug like in. a rookie mistake yeah but I th- but at the same time I think they figured that out when they were like 14 so it's kind of something that they might have overlooked like it's not I was going to say because that's some shit that I would have done on like a math final in like the freshman year of high school like yeah. that's a rookie I, fucking mistake I'm not saying it's not uh, I'm not saying it's not stupid but it's not unbelievable I guess so they she starts doing the math and then Eddie also, tries to like this prep is the them. point where like I get like the proof point thing whatever it's like a cool plot idea that they're like de-aging but the thing is at this point the parents get really annoying to me mm-hmm. I'm like so annoyed by their presence and they're because, like, again, the, this director was like, okay, so, like, take that dialogue, you're doing that baby thing, and just scream it. And so yeah. it's just, they're literally just screaming, like, what the hell? Like, so, it's, I was like, this is 
actually yeah, it's painful not great. to listen to. It's bad. And it's you're right, it's very annoying. And then the dad like crawls over to the dog because he sees the dog has it in his mouth. This was like, the oh. only clever thing about this movie. Yes. This was, was that clever. they made the redemption come from the dad. Like, they say the dog had been waiting, you know, however many years, his whole life for attention from the dad because the dad always hated the dog. Uh-huh. And so when he finally got attention because Norton doesn't have, like, a hatred for dogs at this point in his life, yeah. he then, like, wants to, like, you know... Play. Give him a, give him a present and, like, play yeah. with his toy. So he brings him... The, the, vec- the vector modulator and then Mar- marigold runs over and is like oh it's my ball and then uh eddie and marie notice that it's the vector modulator and they think they're gonna break it and then this is what made me laugh out my ass when the dad <laughs> has to like throw it away and it's all in slow-mo but it's done so it's badly so bad i almost feel like they didn't slow it down with an effect like they just told the actors to pretend like they were moving to slow motion <laughs> They're like, we don't want to pay for the, the, the slow-mo. Can you just move really slowly? And yeah, like, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Like, just, jump like like you're in slow-mo, but you're not. It's very, it's hilarious how bad it is. But we then, wasted all of our money on that energy ball. Can you right. just, like, pretend, run really slow? And then the best actor, the dog, also jumps for the thing while Eddie's doing it. And Eddie misses it, but the dog catches it in his mouth and saves the day. And the vector modulator is back. How much money do you think that Disney Channel movies on the whole have spent on animal trainers? I feel like every fucking movie has a very well-trained animal that either has to catch a thing open a door like there's always goddamn animals well it depends like this one this was obviously like a trained dog that they needed whatever but like the smart house dog obviously was just someone's pet um like there are definitely times where they just like hey does anyone have like a dog we can use cool <laughs> thanks but like you when just you bring just... him to work tomorrow great yeah thanks. exactly um and so there was a rat in smart house that was like kind of trained that, that is true on yeah people's shoulders no yeah they trained rat butler for sure um, and, uh, so they get the flux, nope, I almost said flux capacitor. Flux capacitor. They, get, they get the vector modulator. And they go back to 1989. <laughs> 85. So they get the thing in and they're like plugging in the machines and they get Marigold to go sit in the middle of the machine like she has to. And there's like 10 minutes left on the clock, oh, I think. We are down to the wire. Folks. To, also, I mentioned this, I think, in like episode zero. The fact that I thought this movie was called Brink because, like, it brings them to, like, the, the brink of death, the brink of existence. And then Got I found out good. later that Brink Got is one good. of ever, one of people's, like, favorite Disney Channel movies because they say it's the very brink of, like, existence or something like that. So I guess that's where my brain got it. But so then they get Marie, Marigold to sit in the middle, but then Norton's, like, shifting around and is like, meh, meh, and then she's like, Norty, do you have to go potty? And she's like, mm-hmm. and he's like, do you know how to use the big boy potty? And he's like, mm-hmm. and then she's just like, well, let him piss himself. Yeah, let, well, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't tell if it was like he needed to piss or take a crap. But like, I either either way, e- Luke, either either, either way. or a let him poop his pants or b if my if my <laughs> parents are going to die in five minutes and the only way to save their life is to help them use the bathroom, I would do it. I would go in. There, I would do it. I would. I would, I would no matter. I, okay. No matter what. Yes, but the other two things, though, I, my notes there, number one, let him piss himself. Yes, I wrote that's, that down. That's, I was like, just let that's him piss option himself. one. You can wash his pants when he can do it himself when he's an adult again. Or two, why in God's good name, when they're both standing there, does the daughter take him to the bathroom and then wait outside? Have the son do it and help him. Are you, I was literally like, are they going to make the daughter see her dad's dick? But no, she stands outside because she's a girl. How the sun But the again, if you had to choose between your parents dying or seeing his dick and helping him use the bathroom, pick <laughs> Are you seeing his dick. Asking me? 
Are you asking me if I would see my dad's dick or let him die? I guess I would see Yeah, him. I'm saying, like, listen, you can have therapy later that covers that part. True. But I'm saying... But lo- still, why wouldn't the boy help? Why wouldn't yes, the boy no, help? I'm saying there's other options, but I'm saying, like, in life or death moment, I, you have to help your parents use the bathroom or they die. Just help them use the bathroom. You would help them. I would help Get them. Get over it. Or I would just let them piss themselves. Option A. I'm also kind of surprised. I'm also kind of surprised he just didn't because he's supposed to be two years old. He didn't, like, yeah, but doesn't know why he's not toilet trained. That's part of the whole gag. Why didn't he just? Why isn't his impulse to shit himself? Two year olds crap themselves all the time. Like I don't know it's why. It's NBD. He should have yeah. just shit himself. <laughs> just let him crap his pants. Um, and like, yeah, it makes no sense. This part. It's tension for no reason. And all, the only reason. And this is me again trying to put too much thought into a children's movie but we do that here that's our job is like the only reason i could see making him use the bathroom is that you could be worried that that would increase his weight and it would set off the equation that's my only possible reason is that his piss or his feces would weigh too much and it'd mess up the equation that's all i got for you otherwise this makes no sense it's entirely pointless and it's stupid and gross and again if i were an actor and they asked me to do the scene i would say no I would say no, but if I was also a child, I would go in and help my dad use the bathroom so he did not die. Yep. But I would too, and you heard it here first. You heard it here I first, would help folks. my dad go to the bathroom, and if that meant seeing his dick, I could pay for therapy. <laughs> I, I would deal with the fallout rather than having a dead parent. Uh, you know what, and then maybe the drug addiction that would come with the mental fracture, but you know what, at least we're all alive. And no one has vanished. And we're not orphans. We're not going to have to go live with our terrible mother, apparently. Our terrible grandmother, apparently. Yeah, wow. The grandmother is also, like, the unspoken villain of this movie. Everyone fucking hates her. She hates Marigold and stuff, yeah. And But then also, her Marigold's mother is, like, apparently, like, a A prankster. (laughs) Prankster. Both of these grandmothers are terrible. But, okay, so they get Norty. They open the door. Norty's like, Norty made a pee-pee, and I shoot myself in the head multiple times. This is where I pray for this man. Like, why? How badly did you need this check, dude? How badly did you need it? <laughs> and so they I hope get they got a boat or something. I, I hope be better of. I hope something worked out for these people. But so they go into the machine and they t- do all the equations and they press enter. Of course, like as the machine is counting down, they're in like the final seconds. And they failed. The parents are dead. They're orphans now. Just like we all knew was going <laughs> to happen. They have to go live with their mean they have to, they, they, it's, it's all over. They failed. Actually, the house exploded. They're all dead. They're all dead. The whole thing. They, they exploded. They shook the camera so hard. They all. Everyone, everyone in the neighborhood is dead. All the characters are dead. The movie ends the there. The dog is dead. The movie, the movie ends on a tragic note. Actually, no, the dog is the only one that lived because he deserved it and he pisses on a we, 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 we. <laughs> <laughs> you see that You see the dog dig himself out of the rubble at the end and go up. Big, lifts his leg and, on their fucking fiery grave and then rolls out. And he goes off into his own spinoff film. And um, also Chip and Corky and whatever her name are. Lizzie, they're all dead too. Yeah, you, 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 just, well. you, you just see her. Her, her like manacled corpse holding a tray of cookies. There's like burnt blackened cookies. The yeah. dog picks one up with his mouth. <laughs> God, our better movie. This, movie, this movie is where bad. Yeah, we wrote a better movie. But no, the parents are fine, and they kind they kind of remember being the whole thing they went through. They really don't. Um, it's kind of okay. Mixed. But here's my point, and this is my last note that I have, and then I'm done. How about thank you, you fucking dicks. Yeah. These parents are not anywhere near as grateful as they should be they were terrible parents never had time for their kids and these kids just learned calculus went out of their minds to save them from their own stupid fucking invention and they're like oh wasn't that crazy you guys learned so much like isn't that awesome yeah 
Like, it's, they should be like, thank you guys so much. We're never doing science again. We don't deserve it. Like, they, I cannot believe they were not more grateful. The dialogue at the end of this film is absolutely garbage. It makes no sense, and it's not how anyone would act after going through just what they went through. They would be, like, crying in gratitude yeah. to their children. And then, like, the dog comes up and starts, like, licking the dad, and he's like, oh, our beloved faithful family dog. Wait, did those words just come out of my mouth? And then, and which is, like, we're supposed to believe that's, like, a leftover memory, I guess, of, like, him yeah. remembering they, they, like, Yeah, because they kind of like, they kind of remember. And then also, so then we're back at Taj's Real Housewife interview um, in front of a chalkboard, and, like, He's now telling us that everything's okay. No, Emma, hang on. The one thing I want to say is mm. that, uh, like, they do a scene up in, like, the living room talking about, like, oh, man, like, we went yeah, through all this. Yeah, that's what I just say, brought up. Well, and they were like, the, you learned well, so much. No, the one thing is that, like, and then she's like, well, I guess this means we can't get away with getting C's in science anymore, huh? And then mom goes, and then she says the most nonsensical thing in response to the prompt, where she goes, well, you know, I was 14 once, too. And then she goes, once, try yesterday. Yesterday. That was for the trailer, I think. I That didn't make any sense. No, try this morning they go try this, this morning. morning try this morning and it, no i don't think it was for the trailer i think they wrote that line when someone came up with the idea for this movie and then like they were like well we couldn't fit it anywhere else let's just stick it at Let's the end shoot, for no it, shoot it in right here yeah but then you're right so then taj starts giving his like wrap-up speech where he's like oh our parents are actually you know spending and time with wearing us wearing a rastafarian wig and i could well, not figure out why, yeah no well, it no, explains it does yeah we don't get to that he's like oh our parents actually started taking care of us like we go on trips together and have barbecues also are they barbecuing in their garage in their, did you in their, no in their home they're in their home barbecuing <laughs> with like one door open but i guess it's a future barbecue that doesn't no i thought the, i thought they like turned to the camera and their car is just in the background no, i was like are they in their no, garage in their house. okay either way it's weird but they're like and you know we're going on trips having fun and also we time travel now exists yes and we, and we went back to 1970s and i played guitar with Jimi hendrix Woo! no bob marley and the whaler that's why he's wearing a rastafarian wig you unaltered oh. swine oh does he say bob marley i thought he said Jimi hendrix you're no, right yeah. why would he be wearing a rastafarian wig with it says jamaica the jamaican flag on it i thought it was weird i didn't know like i didn't expect it to make sense i thought he said Jimi hendrix but you're right no because we were talking about Jimi hendrix earlier that's why i said Jimi hendrix um no he went back to the 70s and played with bob marley and the whaler yeah. So time travel exists now in this world, and then he just that walks off. Leap. He, he just walks off screen, and then there's the end written on the chalkboard, and that's the end of this movie. And it's a bad ending for a bad movie. It's stupid. Why does he have that interview? Who wrote the end on the chalkboard? Like, no, I don't. It doesn't make any fucking sense. No, I just don't know. I, I mean, I can forgive the end on the chalkboard. I just don't get why that was they decided we need to have a framing device for this movie and we're going to have Taj Maori. I don't understand why audience. they needed it either. It's so bizarre. It's very weird. And it, but I'm glad this movie's over. I can't. I'm exhausted. This is a bad film. I mean, it's I, not I, good. It's not good. But I, I mean, I kind of enjoyed it. I wasn't like angry about it. That the fact I had to sit down and watch this, but it sounds like you were. It was short enough that it wasn't incredibly offensive, but I did, no. like I said in my notes, I got really bored by the end just because it was so yeah, anticlimactic. Yeah. No, I, I agree. knew where it was going. I was just like, oh my God. It, it, it kept me interested, but like it didn't have me. I was just like, all right. And there was watch. so many things that it like picked up that I thought I was going to like wrap up in the end, like yeah. the crush and like the mean girl and like all of it is just completely dropped and like all of it. it never 
never finishes any through line. We don't know anything what happens with Marie and Colin. We don't know about them getting, like, evicted from the house. Like, we don't know anything yeah, about Yeah, that's not resolved. Lizzie's stuff with her parents isn't, like, nothing is resolved except for, like, now time travel works. And the parents are alive, but not really. Well, they do, they, they do say that, like, oh, we'll give your parents one more shot after this because, you know, whatever. But I, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. It's really not resolved. But... Yeah, That's that the was point. that was the poof point, and uh, guys, this is a skip. If you are like trying to watch along with us, and like, oh, well, I'm gonna watch all the Disney Channel original movies with them, which I don't know why you'd want to do that, but go ahead. Uh, this is not that great a film. Even if you kind of remember it like I did, you're not going to find much to come back to here. Like, it's not... It's, I would not recommend, guys. Uh, you know what I would recommend? Just watch 17 again with Tia, Tamara, and well, Tosh. Yeah. You're going to get well, a better movie yeah, with we'll, we'll basically do that the one. same plot. We'll, we'll get there eventually, I guess. Um, but let's talk ratings, because as I mentioned, we don't have a tagline this this film, so we haven't got no taglines to give. But again, all right, so here are our tag here are our uh, ratings. Again, they're not on the website yet. They'll be there, I promise. Also, fun announcement, our descriptions are fixed on iTunes. That finally happened after a year. <laughs> like, our descriptions were still all messed up, and I just noticed that they finally fixed it. I didn't them, even so, notice no. that they were fixed. Yeah, well, up. they they were like all one block of text. I don't really text. have a mind for attention to detail. No, I know, but they were all, well, they, they were all like one big block of text, and I couldn't figure out why, and so I mailed the place where we're hosted, and like, it, they, they never heard back, and now they're fixed, so dope. Anyway, so... My rankings, Xenon, The 13th Year, Minutemen, Kim Possible, Halloween Town, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, You Wish, Smart House, Teen Beach Movie, Pixel Perfect, Princess Protection Program, Get a Clue, Johnny Tsunami, Emma, Xenon, Get a Clue, Halloween Town, Teen Beach Movie, Minutemen, 13th Year, Princess Protection Program, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, Pixel Perfect, Johnny Tsunami, Kim Possible, Smart House, You Wish. This is at the bottom for me. I'm sorry. This is at the end. This is the worst for me. I'm going to rank this right above you wish so not the you very think, bottom you I think you wish you was wish. worse than this i hate you wish luke i actually really hate you wish this was bad but it's better than you wish if you know and only because it was shorter you wish is ungodly long it was 10 minutes longer than this it's an hour and a half care. this i cannot 10 believe it's too long i cannot believe you think this is worse i mean better than you wish well read I and like, wheat motherfucker because i do well hey, wait are we doing reading and wheat next or is that what we're doing that's a, that was a joke <laughs> Anyway, all right, fine. I mean, I can't sway you. I'm just saying I can't, like, you wish I understand why you don't like it, but uh, I can't, I cannot think. Johnny, Johnny Tsunami is the bottom for me. This is leaps and bounds worse than that. Johnny yeah. Tsunami is way above it. It's definitely worse than Johnny Tsunami. I really just only, I, the only movie I actually hated more, and I can only speak to my personal experience of how fucking bored I was and how much I wanted to eat glass. The only <laughs> thing I wanted that I wanted to, like, literally take my own life during more was You Wish. But Emma, I mean, you have like, but it has Lelaine and it's got a thousand miles. Care. All right, fine. I don't whatever. care. You're never so going to change my mind on You Wish. It's a well, terrible. Well, movie. now we now we have to find a movie that is worse than You Wish for you to rank worse. I don't think. Good fucking luck. Because this know, is pretty bad. And I still probably, hate You Wish more. There's probably one we can find. Anyway, all right, that's our rankings this month. Like I said, we don't have a tagline, but we're probably at about time anyway. We're getting close, so let's just talk about. Well, we we can't talk about what movie we're watching next month because we all know what next month is. Halloween! It's October. It's Halloween time, which means we will be returning to Halloween Town next month for Halloween Town 2. Calabar, with a C or with a K. Well, revenge. It it was spelled with a C in the first one, and now it's spelled with a K in the second one. And it's a K. He's rebranding, folks. He's rebranding. I don't know, dog. We're going to find out what happens there. I. The thing that's interesting is I don't remember Calabar's Revenge that much. I remember watching it and not liking it, and because I thought it was like really weird, and I feel like it was scary too. 
as like a little kid, I remember. I remember. I remember there being some really whacked out imagery, but like I yes, don't remember. Yes, yes. There's some really grotesque stuff happening in this one, and we'll get to it when we get to it. But I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, but I don't remember the plot. I don't remember what's happening. Me either, really. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm interested to see what I think of it. Um, I am excited. I'm more excited to get to Halloween Town High in another year because that movie is a banger. That is we a could great all film. be dead in another year. Who's to say? Yeah. Let's focus on Calabar with the yeah, revenge. But so we're doing that um, next month, and then Emma will pick for November. Cool. Let's do some plugs. As always, you can find us on audioentropy.com with a v- multitude of other great podcasts like Teenagers Attitude, Totally Reprised, TM Radiocast, all great. Check them out. I'm sure you'll find one you like. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Decomedy Podcast. Give us a follow if you want to keep up with new episodes, keep up with any hot decom scoops that I can find, and, you know, just have a good time because it's fun. You can find me personally on Twitter at, at Wildfire King. And Emma, where can they find you on Twitter? At Emma Stone Tyler on yes, Twitter. Yes, because you don't have a fun username like I do. Um, um, yeah, no, because oh, my personal brand is strong. Yeah, I know. I, your personal brand is, brand is very strong. No one's arguing that. Um, oh, the other thing is... We should also announce that we will be doing the Lizzie McGuire bonus episode sometime in October because Emma is dressing as Lizzie McGuire from the Lizzie McGuire movie for Halloween, so she wants to do that to tie it's all It's going to be good stuff, guys. It's going to be gonna good be... stuff. And then uh, we will, we're going to be, by the time you hear this, I assume we will have guested on a fun show called Bracket where they uh, Sweet 16 Bracket like everything in existence and they are doing an episode about Disney Channel original movies and they asked us to be on it so uh, check them out at BracketCast on Twitter and or you can just Google Bracket Podcast and it'll come up on Google um, but I'm sure we haven't recorded it yet but we know we're going to be on it so it should be a fun time hopefully it goes well hopefully it goes I can't say who's going to win the bracket um, you might be disappointed I might be disappointed but uh, but so we'll see what happens but I'm, I think it's going to be a fun time so check it out um that's it for us, I think, unless there's anything. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you have the inclination or the uh, availability, please give us a review on iTunes, Google Play. Because, like, really, what the fuck are you doing? If you're listening to this <laughs> podcast, you don't have a lot going on. Go All give right. us well, a don't, don't Give me a compliment. <laughs> but, Let's uh, be honest. Well, Emma, there is one. I don't have a lot we, going on. I'm we did get a couple. Of, we did get a couple of reviews, and one of them says that one of them was a four-star review, and they took a star off because you interrupt me too much, which... It's not wrong. Guys, if I didn't, this would be a four-hour-long podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So I think you need to give me credit where credit's due. No, and I mean, I interrupt you a lot, too. And so I also just, believe that that reviewer was you. No, it um, was not. I didn't ask anyone to do it. I don't have a proxy, and someone wrote that. But uh, but yeah, so review us in iTunes, Google Play Music. You can also find us on Stitcher now, because someone said that that's the best way to listen on Android, so that's all set up on Stitcher. Also, if there's anywhere else you want us to be made available that's an easier listening experience for you, uh, Tweet me on Twitter or shoot me an email, uh, decomedypodcast at gmail.com, and uh, let me know, and I'll look into it, see what we can do. But, uh, yeah, so that'll do it for us, guys. Thank you so much uh, for joining us this month, and come back next time when we get spooky. Jesus, Luke, stop. Decoms forever. Bye-bye. Bye. Mom, Dad, you remember Annie and Lauren. Nice to see you, girls. Are you elated about the advent of the summer equinox? You must be thoroughly excited about advancing your education at a brand new venue. (laughs) Oh, oh, there's Colin. See you guys. Goodbye, son. (laughs) Hey, Lizzie. Girl, those shoes are tight. I know, aren't they? 
Look at Ben Garland. Come on, let's go torment him. Yeah. Remember our talk about boys? Come on. Hey there, Audio Entropy listeners. This is Mike, and I want to tell you about a special event we've got coming up on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash videoentropy. Now, in the past, we've had some pretty successful streams playing Jackbox Party Pack 3 with listeners, uh, basically for an entire Saturday evening, starting in the afternoon U.S. time and running until the wee hours of the morning. And to celebrate the fact that the aptly named sequel, Jackbox Party Pack 4, is coming out, we're going to be having a big just celebration party stream on October the 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern U.S. time or 5 p.m. Pacific U.S. time and running until the wee hours of the morning. Seriously, these things tend to run for like, I don't know, eight or nine hours, basically until everybody feels like stopping. You can come and go as you please. If you can't be there for the start, feel free to show up late. If you can't stay for the whole thing, feel free to leave early. It's fine. It should be a fun time for everyone. Now, if you've never been to one of these streams before, it's really easy to play along. Just watch the stream. Again, twitch.tv slash videoentropy. Open up another browser somewhere on the same computer or on your phone or tablet or however you want to play, and you'd go to jackbox.tv. And once you go there, you enter in a four-letter code that we'll be giving you, and it'll let you play along. Now, these things are always a ton of fun. You'll be getting to hang out with us and the Audio Entropy crew. You'll be getting to hang out with other Audio Entropy listeners. It's just a blast. Now, again, one last time. That is twitch.tv slash videoentropy, October the 21st, 2017. And that's a Saturday at 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time, or midnight on the 22nd GMT, if that makes it easier for you. And we hope to see you there. Again, after it started, feel free to join in anytime. These things are going to run long, and it's going to be a blast. Hope to see you there.